All right, our ceremonies have wrapped up now. All the teams are on the course now. They're making their way forward. Apparently, these ceremonies aren't over. On behalf of the Brookhaven Town Drill Team Captains Association, we want to thank Rick for six hard years. Appears to be some sort of microphone issue uh, as far as receiving down the course. Can you hear me now? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Apologize. Again, Rick came into the organization a little older from Nassau County, and he spent a lot of time with Miller Place, being rising up to second assistant chief, but also, and that's why he left the position, but he spent six years on the executive board as a vice president and president of this organization. So Rick, on behalf of the association, they have a plaque from you, and then also your past president's badge and your shirt. Rick, thank you very much. Okay, the first contest tonight will be the three-man ladder contest. The state record is 6.00. Let's help our West Table. First team on the line will be number one in your programs, the Ironman from Riverhead. New to here, I almost took Fred's clipboard here. So the Ironman on the line with a bunch of familiar faces. Actually, the guy in the middle looks kind of new. JT calling off as usual. Dave Bogash on the ladder. It's a clean run for the Ironman. No time for Riverhead. The second man did not touch the top rail. Rule 1301. I, uh, I got to admit, I missed that, but uh, the officials are uh, agreeing with each one uh, here. On the line to be number two on your programs, the rum runners from Rocky Point. So Rocky Point comes to line. I believe they had a pretty good week last week in the Miller Place slash Rocky Point Long Island Invitational Old Fashioned Drill. Also held here at Ridge. Pretty clean start up the line. Yeah, I can tell you all three did touch the top rung on that shot. Looks smooth. Time for Rocky Point. 7.52. 7.52. So we got Midford coming up to the line now, the stump jumpers, who also participated last week and had a decent week. On the line will be number five on your programs, the Stump Jumpers from Bedford. The 
looks like Lenny's arrived, so I'm not doing the Vince Scully anymore for the rest of the tournament, so that uh, it's going to make my life a little bit easier. Third man was a little slow coming off the line. A couple hiccups coming up the top. And the run's complete. Time for Medford. 13-15 for Medford. So we got a 7.52 and a 13.15 on the board. We got a Selden Slowpokes coming up to the line now. Pass champion number was seven on your programs, the Slowpokes from Selden. All right, better late than never. First man had a little stumble on the mount. But they do complete the run. Time for Selvin. One, three, point four, five. 1345. So 1345. Drew, I got here a couple minutes late. I, I did get to hear the uh, first team run. Had a little controversy already, huh? Yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, I missed it. I thought it was clean, but uh, I watched the officials and they all kind of agreed. So obviously, I'm the one who missed it up here. Miller plays with a good start off the line. Winners of last week's Long Island Old Fashioned Invitational. Got a good run going here. Ooh, looks like he failed to grasp and hold the third man. He's, I see the red flag going. Yeah, he made it to the run, Drew, but he did not grasp and hold. They're going to say no time. No time for Miller Place. Fair to grasp and hold. Rule 13 0 1. So the cutthroat oh, Panthers. Number nine on your programs. The Panthers from Cutthroat. I had them around 7-0 on the touch, Drew, so they would have been in the money, I think. Looks like Cutrog has a plug-in at the first man. He looks uh, had a change in personnel. Cutrog returning to the track for the first time after having to unfortunately take a year off. Good start. Clean run for Cutshot. Very clean. Put a little smile on my face. Hopefully it's uh, maybe in Time for Cutshot! Yeah, 8.44! 8.44! Eight Drew, I think we're going to get a little... Programs, the Phoenix from Farmingville! I think we're getting a little more help. Alright. We've tripled in a uh, three-man ladder here. We wouldn't leave you hanging. Uh, I'll tell you, Drew. I I've tried to do it myself, and it's it's very difficult. I was uh, alone. <laughs> Definitely nervous. Uh, yeah. Uh, see Farmer on the line. Last year's champions of this drill. Third man started a little bit earlier. They got a good run going. Nice. They're gonna like that. That's a nice shot by Farmingville. 434 on for Justin. Pushing to the top. That's a six. Farmingville. Six. 
Uh oh. So we're joined by uh, by James from Selden. Thanks for making it up there, brother. Uh, What's up, my man? How are you? Uh, all right. Welcome aboard. Were you out with the golf tournament today? No. All right. I see the golf tournament guys are slowly gathering on the east side of the track here. Did you play today, Lenny? I did play today. Uh, I was a part-time golfer. Then I was a part-time husband for a little while. I did go home. And uh, now I'm going to be a part-time radio guy. So. All right. Trying to do a little bit of everything. But uh, no, it was uh, a nice outing today. North Lindenhurst's uh, golf outing out east. And um, we had a good day. Everybody had a good time. I see Riverhead on the arch here now. Looks like there may be a protest coming in from them. Pretty good guess there, Drew. Um, uh, it's probably going to be a judgment call in my foot, so it's going to be an interesting ruling. Again, I, I was not up here. Um, Attention, please, general judges. We have a protest from Riverhead. Rule 1301. Second man touch top rung. General judges. You know, as you said, Drew, that's a, a judgment call. We don't have video review. Uh, James, did you get to see it from the ground? or I did not see it from the ground, no. i got to say, I miss it. I uh, I was watching a lot of climbers, and I just went under the assumption that he had touched the top rung. We have some experienced officials up here that have been around the sport for a little while. I see uh, Billy Etzel, Bobby Miller. I'm not sure who the third button was, uh, Drew. Then uh, Phil, Phil Dara. Okay, so Phil, he's been around the sport for quite a while, so these guys know what they're looking at, folks. This is um, an experienced crew. More and more crowd filtering, which is good. A fair crowd for the uh, Brookhaven town. We do know it's early yet. You know, James, I, I don't know, if, Drew, if you got a chance. Like I said, I got here a couple minutes late. Um, I'm sure Selden been working hard, kind of Brookhaven been working hard, anticipating the state drill here this year. Um, anything we can look forward to? Anything new here right now? I, uh, I heard there's plans to be repaved and whatnot, but anything else going on? No, right now, nothing really. Uh, obviously, they're going to fix the PA system here. <laughs> um, nothing really that I know of besides putting a new track down for us, and I believe that's going to be after our invite. Okay. Well, that'll make it interesting. There's not going to be too many teams with uh, with the experience of, uh, of, of enjoying it, really. They're going to have to get some rubber down on that. And I, and I got to tell you, Lenny, uh, they, they got a full commitment tonight because the councilman made it clear that it was $100,000 that's going to be put into the park after oh, next wow. week. So uh, I don't think there's any turning back now. That's terrific. When you hear that from a politician, uh, that, that's a good feeling. So I'm sure all of the town of Brookhaven teams uh, are happy about that. I'm doing double duty here, so if this becomes a grievance committee issue, I'm probably going to have to go down there. <laughs> well, be interesting. Again, we don't, we don't allow video replay, and the officials on the top of the arch made a call, and as you said, it's a judgment call. So I don't I don't see how, uh, how they're going to win this. James, any idea uh, what the theory is? I know they think they did it right. He, he claims, when I, I was coming up, right, when they ran, and I heard one of the guys say he climbed up and off. Now, climbing up and off is okay as long as you touch the top rung. If he did not touch the top rung, then there's an issue. I just thought they were saying they had video that he touched the top rung. Um, but like you said, we don't have video review. We don't. We may someday. Um, 
see what happens. Well, as it stands now, pending this protest, it looks like uh, Farmville is going to get five out of this, with Rocky Point taking second with four. Uh, Cutrow sitting at third, Medford fourth, and Selden fifth. Of course, that all weighs on the protest. I haven't actually heard a number yet uh, as far as what maybe Riverhead had, but it looked like a pretty decent shot, so it's definitely going to be somewhere in there. Yeah, it looked pretty good as I was walking up, and um, they seemed very happy with it. Um, if any of the officials are listening to us, and... Uh, Maybe let us know if they did get a time in the truck. Um, it would give us an idea what Riverheads are. Well, not arguing, but um, protesting. Drew, I think you got an interview right there. Yeah. Got a got Bill Etzel standing next to me now. He's one of the guys on the buttons. He's, he seems he seems to be turning his back every which way, so he doesn't have to make a decision on this here. He's uh, he's tied as a duck's butt. That guy. He don't want to talk. <laughs> Billy uh, giving his personal opinion. I'm sure it's not an official opinion right now about the protest. Anybody out there that doesn't know, uh, Billy and Lenny here are. Uh, I guess retired, for lack of better words, of the St. James Wildcats, who were a mainstay in this tournament for several years, uh, several times champions, and we uh, sorely missed them here tonight as they're no longer with us on the drill team circuit. But uh, It was a bit of a forced retirement. Yeah, it's an, it's an unfortunate uh, situation, and uh, I'm sure everybody feels your pain here, and we do miss you, and I hope you guys realize that. Yeah, no, we, um, we you know, it's nice to hear, but uh, we're kind of we're kind of past that, and we're trying to move forward. Um, we still do positive things, whether it's uh, Billy being an official, uh, myself helping on the media committee. Uh, still got a, a couple of our young guys moved to Bayshore and running with them. So, you know, we still want to be involved with the racing circuit and the racing family. And Drew, you know, I mean, we are. We're a fraternity. We're a family here. And, um, Absolutely. To, to, to just say it's over, uh, that didn't work for all of us in St. James. So um, we try and keep it going, and we know this. People out there listening on the radio right now, and um, we appreciate all the support. We know um, I got to give a shout-out now. My sister down in Florida, she was hitting me up, Drew. She's like, there was no drill last week. Are you guys broadcasting this week, Todd and Brookhaven? So shout-out to Debbie Casse. Uh, here we are, Deb. We are uh, broadcasting. And, um, typical fire department drill. We got a, a protest. Attention, so. please. Riverhead was withdrawing its protest. Move the equipment! Okay. Well, we don't well, that ends out there. We'll listen to Bill's results here, but I think we've gone over them once. Bill's doing his final tallies over there. We're running a little short on officials tonight, so they're kind of doing double duty up here. of the three-man ladder contest. First place, five points. Number ten, Bloomingdale. Second place, four points, number two, Rocky Point. Third place, three points, number nine, Cutshaw. Fourth place, two points, number five, Medford. And fifth place, one point, number seven, Selden. All right, so we're off and running tonight here. Three man's complete. Our next contest will be the individual ladder contest. I found this contest always to be interesting because you want your fastest guy, but it's about judging and gauging your speed from 50 feet closer. And sometimes your best ladder climbers uh, struggle with that. 
You always uh, you like to see guys push. You, know, you want to see guys push themselves. Actually, I think they got the uh, lights on the wrong line. <laughs> the wrong line. Yeah. I thought it was me, Drew. Uh, we need to be at the 50-foot line. Bobby got the lights on the wrong line. The officials. All right. Looks like, they, looks like they caught it now. Yeah. Well, what it is, folks. Next contest in run will be the individual out of contest. The, uh, there are three sets of lights, a three-man ladder. They're set at 50-foot, 75-foot, and 100-foot. I think we have to question... Uh, Rules Committee member Jay Skidmore, I think he has to sign off on that before uh, we start the contest here. Oh, okay. He, he has an excuse, folks, out there. <laughs> There's no blank sheets. Apparently, Kevin Connell has signed off on this as well. I haven't even seen him uh, yet today. I saw Kevin at the golf course, so I don't know if he's making it here. But uh, anyway, the officials moved a couple of sets of lights and uh, unfortunately moved the front line, and they should not have. Oh, minor oh. issue. I want to make the contest a little more interesting. You're individual. You have no records being broken. That's right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. So the officials uh, just tweaking the lights a little bit here, move them a line closer, get realistic. There wasn't anybody running under five from the uh, 75 foot line. Nah, if they do, that would be one heck of a shot. I'd probably give them my house so they can come run with the Panthers. We can use some of those guys in Selva. <laughs> yeah, I call it dibs. <laughs> Drew, I think you made mention before, Cutshaw combined this year, correct? Yes, they've, uh, they've combined with Manorville and Ridge. And at this point, it's been successful. Uh been nice to see that they've had full practices with a full team. Uh, actually, last week they even had some guys that weren't even involved in the buckets contest because they had a little bit of depth. We welcome them aboard. We welcome them with open arms, and hopefully uh, we can retain these guys for uh, years to come, which is really the next battle because it's easy to get them to start. It, it, everybody kind of thinks merging is so easy, but it's not. And you're in our case, you you're now contending with three different departments training nights, and I think you lived that yourselves over in St. James for yep. a while. Yep. And, uh, you know, some departments, see Dave Carmen, you Dave can get Carmen, away with I'm some things, and others you can't. And uh, luckily, it's worked out. They've, they've practiced some oddball times, like Sunday afternoons, to make it work. And uh, proud of their success so far. They had seven points last week coming out after taking a year off. They ran the old-fashioned tournament. They're running a little mix of both to get some experience out there, and... Uh, Next contest is just shows the dedication and you're right we, we went through a couple of different teams but to be able to do and what Drew was talking about your own department's training where companies have training companies have meetings departments have meetings departments have trainings making fire calls um, then finding time for drill team practice and drill team tournaments. It's not easy. Now, try and meld those schedules from two different departments or even three different departments. Really tough. And if guys are getting out on Sundays, that shows the dedication. So we've got the Ironman kick off the individual ladder contest. I imagine that Grassman holds in his mind right now, although he was not the guilty party. Clean run. Had him on at 2.25. Time for Riverhead! Four! 
99 for Riverhead starts it off, and now we get Rocky Point on the line. Taking a towel to the ladder. Bedford appears to be next. A little stutter in the middle. You're right, Drew. Uh, stutter in the middle. Nice recovery, but then uh, unfortunately missed the top. No round. time for Rocky Point. Fred and Rest will hold. Rule 13. 2.47 when he got on. Hold on. I had him in the mid fives. Bill's looking through his flip cards as we speak. A lot of me number five on your programs. The stump jumpers from. Medford. James, have you seen Medford out at all this year? Did no. practice here? I, no, I haven't seen him out. Okay. The only ones that we've been practicing with is uh, Fallmanville. Nice reach. Collapsed a little bit on his mount, 247. 5.85 they seem pretty happy with that. That's a yeah. good run. Slow pokes from Sheldon. All right, James. What can we expect here? Uh, he has his days. <laughs> Come on. Give him a little boost here, will you? Yeah. I see he, that. I see some inspirational run. words. He can run. You know, he normally runs a 5-0. Is that a knee pad on the, uh, on the left knee? Uh, I think it's a knee brace. A brace? He, uh, okay. We put him on for B-Ladder, and he's been buckling his knee. Yeah, it looks like he lost his hands a little bit there. The mount was clean. Yeah. 2-2-8 two, two, on the mount, but... Time for Selden. 8.40. 8 to be number 8 on your programs. You're right, though, Lenny. You got on real no nice. It looks place. like his hands just kind of got away from him. Well, the place coming on the line now. I gotta think uh, the way this kid climbs, they're the favorite here, right? Uh, I would think. Farmville's gonna put a shot up too. Yeah, definitely, I think. Push, push, push to the top. Very nice. Nice shot by Miller Place. 234 on. It's gonna be around four. Miller Place! Four point seven. Five. Four seventy five. Right, so that's first place right now. Four seventy five. The Panthers from Gutchard. You know, back in the day, Bill would say Gutchard with a little help from you know Matterville. Yeah, he'd throw in that. Yeah, he'd, he'd I'm glad he doesn't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> Slip towards the top. Yeah, I was groaning a little because missed with his hands. That can get dangerous, but nice recovery. No time for a cut job. Fade across the hole. I say slipped with his hands. I'm talking about three quarters of the way up. He kind of misplaced his hands. Looked a little dangerous for a moment. Well, I'm number 10 on your programs. The Bandits from Farmingville. 
to James. You think they can challenge here, right? Yeah, I think so. Johnson's good on the ladder. He's not just a ladder climber. I saw him this winter at the New York State Fasny Games. And uh, that kid's an athlete in a lot of different sports. So. Yeah, we had him on our juniors over by us. You can get it done. Yep. Move the equipment. Results of the individual ladder contest. First place, five points. Number 10, Bloomingdale. Second place, four points. Number eight, Miller Place. Third place, number one, Riverhead. Three points. Fourth place, two points, number five, Medford. Fifth place, one point, number seven, Selden. All right, so there you go. Just like that, two races in the books. Yeah, everybody's moving along here at the Town of Brookhaven Drill. Everybody's on the score sheet, too, so it's a good way to start the night. Yeah, Riverhead with three points, Rocky Point with four, Medford with four, Selden two, Miller Place four, Cutshaw three, and Farmingville ten. Looks like Farmingville stone where they left off last year. Hey, they got a they got a solid team. They got a C truck now this year. Um, what do you hear, James? Is uh, is um, yeah Miller Place? Are they running their uh, the truck tonight? Uh, I believe so. Um, we practiced out here on Monday. They were supposed to come out. They never made it out. Okay. Well, uh, we hope to see their B-truck out here. I believe they practiced here Thursday night, last night. I could be wrong, though. Uh -huh. We were out here Wednesday. They weren't out here at all. Well, being out at that golf outing today, I know there's a lot of teams that are anxious to practice here because the New York State drill is here. Yep. However, that new surface later in the year, that's going to... It's going to throw a monkey wrench into a lot of teams. i got a feeling in mid-July you're going to have a lot of mini-tournaments here. Yeah, you're going to have teams that want to do it. I don't know how the town of Brookhaven handles all that. We could probably make it a fundraiser out here. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, $10 a run? There you go. $50 a team, anyone wants practice. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things. And for those of you that are raced, that are listening to us, um, when you get a new surface, you'd like some rubber on the track when the state championship rolls around. So, uh, you know. I'm, I'm sure uh, the town of Brookhaven teams will encourage teams to get out here and lay the rubber, but uh, you know there's, there's other factors that come into play. So. I'm sure. I don't. Uh, I don't know, Fred. You want to uh, do some business here? Okay. So we'll let Fred do his magic, and we'll be right back. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Whispers, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515.
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. The next contest we run is the B ladder contest. The state record is 4.82, and it's held by Weston Sable. First team on the line will be number one in your program, the Iron Man from Riverhead. Well, there we go, guys. Uh, little Rouse introducing the B ladder contest. Good to see Riverhead out. Um, Running number one today, but they uh, they did not make the, the Lindenhurst drill. No, no. Good to see them out. Couple good ladder runs there. They had that little issue in three man, but it doesn't take away the fact that it was uh, some clean climbs, just a little yep. malfunction yep. at the top. But uh, their team that picked up the C truck was it last year or the year before, Drew? I think, no, I think this might be their third year. Their third year, okay. So it was two years ago. They the former the truck. East Farmingdale Hairs truck. So it looks like we got about five teams running B ladder. Riverhead's going to kick us off here tonight in the truck competitions. I always find these town tournaments to be somewhat exciting because you see some uh, old faces that come out just to get through the night, whether it's here or in Islip Town or even in the town of Babylon. Yeah, we got a couple of guys going to run with us tonight. Well, buckets. He's going to run buckets. That's about it. But Who's that, James? Joey Isabella is running buckets. Joey's here? Oh. Yep. Just when he's talking about packing it in, he comes we, again. We bring him on back. 
he uh, he's maybe the biggest Barry Manilow fan. He's a closet Barry Manilow fan. <laughs> and I think Barry's actually playing somewhere tonight, so I'm surprised you got Joey here. Yeah, just the wrong buckets. He loves himself some Barry Manilow. So it's good to see Joey out. Hold Joey, uh... <laughs> Joey, Joey will come out wrong for us any night, but he won't practice. Tell lots of stories about Joey, as he can tell lots about me. Yeah. But, uh, he actually used to, uh, date my secretary, my longtime secretary, for a long time. So it's, uh, an interesting, uh, relationship we have. Looks like we got a little timing issue as I see Pete running down to the, to the cart. Let's start with the lines. They're on the right lines, right? It looks okay. It's a little bit better start than we had last contest, right? Keeps things interesting and exciting. So, yeah, they, they back Riverhead off the line. Officials just want to make sure everything is right, folks. The last thing we want is to rerun a contest or even rerun one run. Um, we want to make sure everything's fair and the same for everyone. So. Our officials are making sure everything is good. Again, a thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, okay, we're all set. Hopefully you folks Trip listen. Trip to light. Hopefully you folks listen through our commercial breaks and you support our sponsors. Uh, they mean a lot to this radio broadcast. We're all good. Go ahead. All right, as you heard Bill say, we're set to go, and Rivet is going to approach the starting line. Bill Mullane will be sending the trucks tonight in B-Lata. A little different color blue shirt for the Ironman this year, looks like. Officials doing a lot of barking, but I think they're good, right, Drew? I'm thinking what the issue is, is it looks like the where the cart is and the chair is not traditional. I think it's throwing Richie off a little I, bit I think there. I think it's developing some confusion. He's actually 25 feet further than normal. talking about for those of you at home the, um, the official what we would say is at the starting line isn't quite at the starting line is that what you're saying Drew? Uh, basically yeah I'm thinking he belongs another 25 feet back. I, I think he's got to come forward. You're saying right at the timing line right? Yeah. Well as long as the switch is hit we'll be this, right. isn't, this isn't a, an event where we have uh, guys leaning across a, a starting line or something like that. Obviously it's a uh, a V truck event or C truck event where once that line is broken, but as long as that clock is set prior to the team crossing the line, we should be good, right, fellas? Yeah, I would think so. I, I know the official there is from Rocky Point, so maybe he's just used to sitting there for caught ladder. Who knows? Looks pretty comfy. Yeah. 
know. We may see that guy in a recliner someday, right? You'll no, never no, know. Why not? No, 100% true. Right? Alright, so here we go. We're gonna head Iron Man. Take it to us, They gotta run a little bit to get into the patch. And... Had to muscle it over. He's just getting on the ladder now. I believe when I talked to Kyle last week, he said his throw was very new. Yeah, the uh, driver definitely left them short on that one. They didn't get the credit until 322. And you're right, Drew. They had to take some extra steps. Time for Riverhead. 1, 2.97. 12, got, uh, Seldon's on the line now. We haven't ran ladders in a few years. We've got a brand new ladder team on the uh, truck. The line ladder. Seven on your programs. The uh, slow pokes from Seldon. The guy throwing this year is first year racing. Uh, two diggers raced last year, this is the first time digging, and our climber's been with us a few years. We tried him digging, uh, climbing last year, it just didn't work out. And this year he was doing alright in practice, so we put a team together. Couldn't we convince Joey to get back on the truck again? Yeah, we could have convinced Joey to get on the truck. But we want to run all eight all year, not just for a town drill. <laughs> alright, so Selden's got the course. I know they're going to take it easy, because this is only third, fourth time we're running B-Ladder. Which is okay. I mean, I think that might have been Riverhead's plan, but you know, we got to, you still got to get the guys in the patch. So. Yep. Let's see what Selden's got. Looks like this set just about ready to go here. Going through the revs, and here they come. They had to run a little bit too to get the patch. The ladder goes over. He's uh. He's toying with the outside of the safety zone, but he looks like he's going to be all right. Got him in the ground at 3.38. They did have to lunge a little bit to get over the line, but I thought it was a good call. We, we have a problem with our climber this week in practice. He was getting off the truck early, like 75 feet early. All right, so 10.68 for Selden, breaks middle place on the line. Looks like a fresh paint job on that truck, looking pretty nice. All red with a black hood. You know, James, just uh, going back to, to the slowpokes run. Um, again, you want to you want to see them do it. You want to see them attack it, but uh, it's going to take time. You have all those new guys on there. All four brand new guys. Yeah, so we are running sea ladder, just a little slower tonight. Be a little bit cautious. That's their uh, first time on the sea truck at all. We ran two ladder runs in practice on Wednesday. First run they didn't get off, and the second run we just took it easy and they got off. So here we go with Miller Place. We have the course. Those of you that have been around racing, Miller Place does have a B truck. in the patch nice. Same thing, so they took it easy. Little stumble towards the top. Very cautious. 385 in the ground. Almost right on the three-man ladder line. Time for middle place. 7.78. 778. Although it wasn't done with a heck of a lot of speed, they put it in a good spot, and the ladder went upstream, and they gave the climber a chance. I think the whole key was right there is just give him a chance. Selden says they're taking it easy tonight. I'm pretty sure Cutro is going around that same lines. 
Riverhead up here to do this. Cutthroat's got the course now. I know they got a couple of new guys getting off here. Huh. Revving it up, blowing the smoke and the dust out the sides. I love it. He kind of held that thing back, otherwise it was flying right over. Eight point six eight, eight sixty eight. On line number ten on your programs, the Bandits of Bombing So it like gave it a little more speed coming up to the brake line, but then uh, truck stopped pretty well for him and didn't carry enough momentum. I think they were hoping to slide it into the into the patch. Have they come up with like a, a nickname or anything, Drew? Like you know. CMR, Comac, or excuse me, um, Cutchog, uh, Manaville Ridge, or... Not that I'm aware of yet, but uh, it's a colorful group of people, so I imagine something's going to come of it. They're having a lot of fun, I can tell you that, I think that's well, all good. That's key. And again, working with departments together, again, like you said earlier, we've done some merges, and the departments really do get closer, and you do do other mutual aid. A first place run. He had a little hesitation once he got on. Time for Bill. Six point four three six forty two. Bill getting in at two eighty five. No bracing on that ladder. Surprises me a little bit. Justin doing a nice job on the coin. That's going to put them in a good position, and they have the last B ladder team that we see here on the track. So. So as it stands now, it looks like Farmville is going to take five, with Miller Place taking second, four points. Cutro is going to be third, with Selden fourth, and Riverhead uh, taking All fifth. All the equipment, results of the B-Ladder contest. First place, five points, number ten, Farmville. Second place, four points, number eight, Miller Place. Third place, three points, number nine, Cutro. Fourth place, two points, Number seven, Selvin. Fifth place, one point. Number one, Riverhead. Again, we talked about Miller Place getting that B truck. They got it a couple of years ago. I know they've been toying around with it a little bit, but you see them score some points with it, and you, you just want to see it out there a little bit more. Absolutely. It's, uh, I think they're uh, they're in that in-between stage right now between old-fashioned and motorized, and uh, I, I imagine they're going to make that full step soon. Got a couple state old-fashioned championships under their belts and uh, still a strong team. As they won last week, I think they had 35 points in the uh, Long Island Old-Fashioned Invitational. Yeah, sometimes I get in trouble with my big mouth, but uh, their department slash district made the investment. Let's go, guys. Let's bring it to all the drills. You look at their run there, and you can tell there's been a lot of work involved with them. The mechanics were there. The truck was a little slow coming in, which I'm sure I mean, we all noticed that it's done on purpose. Maybe a little bit of a safe run. Still an educational trip down the course. But uh, the mechanics were there. The guys got off. They were squaring up despite the ladder. They got the ladder up and ready to go, and uh, he mounted it pretty well. And it is early in the year, and I get that. You know, if you don't have the reps and stuff, I just, it, it's like anything. The more you do it, the better you're going to get, and uh, 
they seem to have a good nucleus there. And uh, you just like to see him. Well, I'd like to see him get it out a little bit more. But... Uh-oh. So we're three contests in right now as we have the birds flying around up here. Uh... Is that birds or bats or something? <laughs> so after the first three contests, Riverhead has four points. Rocky Point, four points. Medford, four points. Selden, four points. Miller Place with eight. Cutshaw with six. And Farmingville with 15. Farmingville taking on the uh, first three contests. First place shots in all three. They're looking strong so far. They uh, they came in B-Ladder looking most prepared. They ran the truck uh, pretty strong in. A little hesitation underneath. There's no reason why a couple little adjustments that wouldn't have been in the fives. So again, Farmingville is, uh, they got their C-truck now this year. I know they, they've been practicing quite a bit, you know, at their firehouse. I guess they come here a little bit more now, James, because they have the C-truck. Yep, they're out here every Wednesday. Yep. Uh, we're out here every Wednesday with them. Yep, again, they have a, a pretty good nucleus, good coaching over there. So that's a team, uh, along with Selden, we expect to see do well tonight. So they are holding true to form. Yep. see Fred playing on his phone. Fred, do you uh, you care about our sponsors anymore or you just want to hear us babble? <laughs> He's texting. For you Yankee right. for you Yankee fans, Alex Rodriguez's three thousandth hit was a home run tonight. Oh With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. 
Hitech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, Hitech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to we are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. 
Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. All right, we're back here. They're just getting ready for the Sea Ladder Contest. Riverhead will kick it off. Looks like the uh, Rules Committee has signed off on the time and equipment down there. Making their way back towards the arch. So it looks like we're going to have four trucks out there. Was that one more than last year, Drew? Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking year? it is, although uh, my only... Yeah, Cutchog, Selden, Farmingville, and Riverhead. Wow. A lot of these fans come out to CDC trucks, and I'm one of them. I love it. Maybe my favorite race. I'll ask you guys, but I like. Uh, I think Seahose and Motor Pump are my favorite too. How about you, James? I like Lattice. Yeah. Yep. Drew. I gotta say, I was always a Buckets guy, but Buckets guy. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That does that date back to? I mean. Drew, you were with Cutchog when they were running Old Fashioned, right, prior to going motorized? And you guys were a solid Old Fashioned team and a good Buckets team. Bu buckets is a pride of Cutchog going uh, going back to the beginning of the Panthers, back in the 40s. Okay, so we, way we, before we, my we, time. But. Back in the time, we could stink up all day, but if you walk in the firehouse, the only thing the old timers asked was, how'd you do in the Buckets contest? And and that, and, and again, anybody that knows racing, you could be a spoiler that way. You can uh, we, we, decide who wins a tournament I, um, and based uh, on your bucket shot. In the early 2000s, I think we messed up a couple uh, top fives. Definitely can affect it, and it gives you a purpose. It gives you something at the end of the day, especially at the end of the day. If you can run the last one, two, three races or whatever, it, it gives you that good feeling after the drill because um, it's late in the day. And, and you really hit the nail on the head. It, it kept us in the tournament the whole time. We knew uh, the last three was our best shot. And we could That's wait. <laughs> well, we got some uh, communications issues between the starting line and the timing up here. Alrighty then. So uh, our officials don't always use their headsets and radios. Sometimes they go old school. And just belt it out. But uh, 
Well, you're right, Drew. Uh, having those those last couple of contests, and, and, and we see even the current teams, um, some of the powerhouses, whether it's CI or Sable, you got to be able to finish. And, and I remember uh, back in the late 70s, early oh, 80s, New High Park being able to run pump and absolutely. buckets and then more efficiency and all. And they'll tell you, they, they wanted to build on those races, and they did, and they, they built off of that and, and, and then put all the other races together as well. We've always talked about it back at our place, said if you if you really wanted to build a contender, you start from the back of the tournament forwards. You always look at, you always know you got that coming at the end of the day. Got to be able to finish. If you can come out loud or strong, and then you sit the next five contests. Got to be able to finish. Yeah. So that being said, we're we're far from finishing. Still some uh, looks like maybe some technical issues with the lights. How many um, how many races are they running tonight, guys? I don't even know. I know it's, 12, there's a couple of extra events. Twelve, I think. We got motor hose replacement in there, fish seal replacement, yeah. two in the one. Well, those are always interesting races to discuss. Uh, actually, one of them came up on the golf course today, two into one. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I hate love it. it. I hate Absolutely that. Absolutely love, love that it? race. Okay, well, uh, James and I are on the opposite <laughs> side. To me, it's yep. the most ridiculous event ever invented. There, there, there's uh, a tell us why you love it, Drew. Because there's a couple tricks in there that most people haven't figured out. Okay. And, and wow, uh, Drew is tight-lipped about it, too. <laughs> yeah, like, he won't tell he's you. He's not spilling anything. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't, uh, we never ran it a lot. We would run it here. Um, but, I don't know, it was, I didn't get the whole concept of it. I guess years ago when you didn't have uh, hydrants or, or, or pumps or whatever, maybe it meant something. And basically, folks, what we're talking about is getting two feeds of water into a Y, which condenses to one hose, and then hitting a target. But I, I just don't get the concept. It's it's interesting. When Cutthroat first started running that contest, uh, a lot of people don't realize Old Fashioned was more of a six-contest tournament, and then the efficiency replacement one start, became please. part of that. And uh, we actually didn't have a, a, a hydrant that was capable of handling that. So you should have seen the erector set that we had to put together just to be able to run okay, practice two and a one. Ready to go, Jim? So it actually had a... Next um, contest to be run is the sea ladder It was contest. almost a Y for a Y. Stay record at 8.71. It's held by Central Iceland. Well, I mean, you guys out there on the North Fork. First team in line to be number one in your programs, the Iron Man from Riverhead. Yeah, we used to call the guys upstate apple knockers, but, you know, hey, you know. to, hey, to you know. us uh, <laughs> Western Suffolk and Nassau teams, you guys are still apple knockers out there. Yeah, they're way out there. <laughs> All right, so as you heard Mr. Rouse let everyone know, we have the Riverhead Ironman on the line. Cleaning off the tires, getting ready for the shot. Have either one of you guys seen them run the truck this year? I nope. have not. Okay. So we'll see what Riverhead's got in store. It's going to be a, a surprise to a bunch of us. Again, they've had this truck a few years now. Getting more and more experience with it. I talked to to one of their team officers, I guess, Kyle, in the offseason. He had said they did have a, a little bit of a changeover of personnel. Didn't hang on to everyone they wanted. But... Uh, fielding a team, which is what it comes down to. I believe they were second last year at the town tournament, or they, they did have a shot winning it going into the pump. And uh, was it three years ago, I believe they were the champions of this tournament. What came in town has been very diverse in its champions. All right. Trucks are warming up on the end. Looks like the Riverhead's just about ready to get on. 
stands here about three quarters full with the uh, fence on the east side full of uh, drill teams from other areas. I'll try and get you the dig time. James, maybe you can check with the officials and give us a cone time after their run. Dave Smith will, from Stony Brook, he'll typically give you a number. He might write it on a board. You can inform us. Okay. And here comes Rivet. Put it in the pit where he wants. A little stutter towards the top, and the run's complete. I had him in the ground at 7.18. It went up a little bit slow. Time for Riverhead. 1, 2.05. 12.05. 87. On the line of number 7 on your programs. For the, cone. the slow pokes from Selden. So 3.87 is what we're being told on the cone time. All right. Looked like Kyle really couldn't get himself going there. He just he was, he was fighting the ladder a little bit. Yeah, there. I think it kind of stayed straight up, and he, he didn't have the momentum, and it took a that that split second to get the ladder over. It kind of stood straight up. Then he had a little hesitation towards the top. I think the slam kind of got to him a little bit, because once it started moving over, it went kind of quick. The Selden Slowpoke's on the line now. It'll be a nice easy ride for us. Like I said before, it's all brand new guys. Third time running truck and sea ladder. All right, so it's one of those situations. Again, it's early in the year. Sounds like the Slowpokes are looking to just put a run together here. That's it. We're looking to run all eight this year and work what we have as uh, member-wise. A couple of guys well, stepped up, and we're out here. All eight's not going to get it done today, James. Yeah, I know. We're going to run all 12. we more. <laughs> you got to run all 12. That means you're going to have to go down there and run a couple, I think, right? Yeah, I run pump. I heard you were on the efficiency nozzle today. Yeah, yeah. Second one, the nozzle for uh, oh, efficiency replacement, all right? Here comes Selden. All right. He didn't take it easy, like he said. All right. He gave him a little bit of a shot. Once the line got over, he was able to climb through it. But he came in nice. Yeah, gave, gave him a, a solid break. Uh, nothing crazy to get off. Time for Selden. 1-1.79, one, one 11.79. I had him in the ground 7.60. On the line will be number... I had a 3.80 for a cone 9 card. on your programs. I think you were duping us about taking it easy. Uh, no. Looks like he rolled out a little bit, but then gave him some uh, solid gas yeah. once he got... Listen, we were at practice. We said we were taking it easy. And uh, I guess the guys, they didn't like when we were going in practice. They didn't like the shift of the truck, so they might have told them to take pick it up. Because we told the guys on the back, if he picks it up, they won't feel that shift. Well, again, you see an experienced driver right there, Davey, um, bringing him in with good speed, but right through, not getting him off too hot. Nope. Now, you know, again, there's some new guys there, so he, he, um, he kind of parked it, but like it was a, it was a safe way of doing it. Yeah, no, he I actually like nice. the run. Yeah. Cutrog on the line here. Looks like they got the course. Joe Zook back in the seat. There's our uh, other driver. Sustained an injury at work this past winter. and Although he's back to back to work, he's uh, not quite ready to come back and race. Other driver. How many teams have more than one driver? We got Big Rich that drives it. We got Big Rich that drives for us. Park him underneath. Looks like Cutro is playing it safe. And they completed the run. 
Had him in the ground, 813. I think they might have been a little deep if he didn't stay in the break there, Drew. 83. Time for cut yard. 1, 3, point two, six. 13, 26. On the line to be number 10 on your program. 13, 26. The Bandits from Farmingdale. 386. Yeah, I think he might have been thinking he was going to be a little deep there, Drew. I, uh, I stayed in the break. And I think it was a combination of two things. He kind of wanted to park him under there, but uh, they, it, maybe a little bit slow in getting out because they were kind of stuck in the truck. So it's uh, kind of open for the bandits here. Farmville, uh, first year out with the new C truck. The second tournament. They ran it at the Lindenhurst tournament. So what do you I guys think they got a cone time penalty there. So what do you uh, think of the roll cage? You know, I haven't actually taken a, a study of the truck yet at all. Seen it from a distance, but I haven't uh, looked it over at all. It's a quick truck. Truck definitely moves in practice. So prior to them, who's... Well, we'll talk about it after this. Nice start up the line straight down the course. We got out of it a little early at the cone. They had to lean a little bit to get in the pit. A little stumble there, but they're going to... The time's going to help him with the points. In the ground at 693. Justin struggling time on the way up. Time for Farmingville. 1-1.87. 1, 1. 11-87. They had a 359 cone time. And he wasn't on it. He, he got off of it yeah. coming down. So we, we, we were out here practicing with them the other night, and they had to get off it at the cone. That truck wants to go. That truck definitely wants to go. So you're telling us it's your first shot, and you take five points in sea ladder. What are you talking about Hey. Here? It might be our lucky day today. <laughs> Move the equipment. Results That'll of the Sea Ladder Contest. First place, five points. Number seven, Selden. Second place, four points. Number ten, Farmingville. Third place, three points. Number one, Riverhead. And fourth place, two points. Number nine, Kutchog. All right, so my question was going to be, right before that Farmingville shot, who's the last team that, that put a brand-new C-Truck on the track prior to Farmingville? Something to think about. You folks at home, maybe think about it. And, uh, I don't know, Fred, do we want to go to commercial and make that a teaser, guys? What do you think? I, I think I may have the answer. but uh, All right, hold on to it. Let's uh, let's see what everybody's got to think. Fred, maybe you can put us into commercial. And uh, those of you that uh, have our phone numbers want to text us your uh, guesses, let's do so. We'll be right back. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored-to-be-the-official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility, is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com open table or facebook or call 516-354-7797 total points the completion of the four ladder contest riverhead seven rocky point four medford four selden nine 
Miller Place, 8. Cutchog, 8. Farmingville, 19. Local committee, general judges, and grievance committee for the water test. Don't forget, there's plenty of refreshments available. Service Support the locals. Get yourself a nice hamburger, hot dog, and whatever else. Nice delicacies, water, beer, or soda, whatever they have over there. Fill up. Enjoy the tournament. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-Ex Boots, Protech, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515. 
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to Trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com 
or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is Ladies Night at the Best FD Racing Bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, High Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to we are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on the Titan Group. 
Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. All right, Fred. Thanks for paying those bills. Uh, we are back here live at the Ridge facility on a beautiful Friday evening here, um, enjoying Suffolk County and being out east. want to give a shout-out to Neil Brogan. Neil, thank you for all your help. Uh, and Fred, thanks you especially, too, for uh, helping us out with our uh, technical issues here on the broadcast. Uh, for those that don't know, Neil Brogan, one of the uh, godfathers of our radio broadcast. So, uh, again, Neil, we appreciate your uh old work and your current work so uh, again we thank you just a quick rundown here at the town of brookhaven drill they have time in the water right now um so we have the riverhead ironman seven points rocky point rum runners with four points medford stump jumpers with four points selden slowpokes with nine miller place extinguishers with eight cutchog panthers with eight and the farmingville bandits making a solid showing today with 19 points after the first four contests so, uh, again, as, as I said, we're awaiting the results of the uh, water test. And, Fred, I, I made a new friend up here. Uh, you know, sometimes it gets lonely up here on the arch between uh, ladders and hoses when the uh, water test is going on. But I met TJ from the Cutchog Panthers. TJ, you've, uh, you've been around this sport a lot of your life, and uh, you got a little bit of history there at Cutchog. Tell us about your family lines, and tell us how you got involved with the uh, Cutchog Panthers. Yeah, thanks for bringing me on. Uh 
My father, uh, I'm 17. I joined the fire department a couple months ago. Uh, my father has been racing for uh, 32 years with Kutchug. You're allowed, you're allowed to give his name. I'm sure oh, you'd like uh, to shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Larry Bear from Kutchug. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I've been around the sport for 17 years. Um, since I was an infant, coming to the track, watching the drills, going to practice with my dad. And uh, I finally got the opportunity to join the team and race, you know. So uh, the last couple of years, Kutchug struggled a little bit. I know this year they've combined with Ridge and Manorville. Yes. Um, was there a time you didn't think the team was still going to be there for you? Yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, we really went through some tough times. Um, we were really down on people. Um, but luckily, we picked up with uh, Ridge and Manorville, and a lot of young people came onto the team. And, you know, I think if we stick together, we're going to be really good in the future. So how many guys would you say on the current team with those three teams combined? Uh, we have about 15. Wow, that's a really good number. Fred, you know, uh, Fred's listening in. Uh, Fred, a, a member of the New High Park Termites. Um, you know, if you can get 12 to 15 guys that can show up all the time, you could put a real team on the track, and uh, that's what we're all looking to do. We're going to take a, just a quick pause and let Bill Rouse tell us about the water time. Your attention, please. The time of the water will be 4.75 through 144 feet, 1 inch of 2 and 1 half inch satin hose with a 3 quarter inch nozzle tail. All right, so Bill's giving everybody the rundown. Uh, we're going to uh, continue with this interview as they roll up the hoses and whatnot. So, again, TJ, you've been, you've been watching this sport a long time. Tell us your impressions, uh, again, for 17 years, growing up watching it in the stands and watching the Panthers and all these other teams over the years. Yeah, um, I, I've, I fell in love with the sport at a really young age, you know, going to practice and stuff. Uh, it's been great. Um, you know, I really love the sport, and I hope, you know, it never dies or anything. All right, so at this point now, at 17, you and I were speaking earlier, Kutchog Fire Department does not allow you to uh, to jump off the, the motorized uh, trucks at this point. What events are you running in, and what positions are you running? Uh, currently, I'm just uh, throwing a stick and motor pump and uh, carrying a bucket. Um, but next year, uh, with school and everything, I'm in ROTC, and I really have uh, a busy schedule. But next year, when things open up, I'm going to be really, uh, I'm going to be more involved. How about the efficiency contest? You can't beat out some of these old-timers? You know what? I've run here and there when there's a fill-in, but with right now with the Manorville guys and the Ridge guys and the younger Cutshaw guys, they have a really solid team. So I'm just kind of a backup at this point. That's really good, and it's uh, it's nice to hear that Cutshaw has the, that, that triple combination, really, and that there's a couple extra bodies. And a young guy like yourself doesn't get um, turned off to the sport and say, well, I want to run in everything. I, I want to do all these jobs. You're, you're open-minded enough to say, hey, there's other guys here, and they want to run races too. So uh, very mature of you. For 17 years old, but Thank next you. year, I'm sure you're going to be pushing those guys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. First chance I get to get off that truck, I'm going to get off. Well, that's uh, that's really awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, for, for you folks out there that think uh, the sport is struggling a little bit, which it can at times, nice to hear from somebody like TJ, who's got some uh, bloodlines in the sport and is keeping it going. TJ, thanks for the interview. Thanks for bringing me on. Okay. So, Fred, we want to give one more uh, round of commercials? Or you... I don't know. You think they're ready? Yeah, I'd give. You think so? Okay. All right. Well, I do. I do see a sea truck back there. Drew is uh, back with us now and ready to rock sweat, and roll. A little bit of a sweat going here. I'm uh, triple duty here tonight. Hey. Actually, quadruple if you want to look at it. Down there helping on the track, which is always uh, part of Drew's jobs. You're wearing a lot of hats, Drew. I mean, and, you, and you, I paid the five dollar admission at the gate. They charged you? Yeah, I volunteered. Oh, you know, okay. I, I was I was <laughs> digging in my pocket. And I pulled up and they waved me on, and I didn't even know the guy. I was I was feeling good. They, uh, they were going to give me a pass. Thing but is working. 
I, I came here with the intent of taking it easy tonight, but it's kind of going the other way. Well, that's all right. It's been fun. Well, with, with Richie on the DL, I've uh, somehow become the new stick man down there. Okay. So we threw it last week at the old-fashioned tournament, and uh, we did it here tonight. Well, I can see uh, it's always a good thing, and I'm sure you see it now that you've combined with those other departments and you see the extra bodies. I know uh, I went through something similar in St. James where you get these young guys out like TJ and others, and you get revived. You realize this is going, and, and I want to coach, and I want to help. And Absolutely. it's uh, I haven't been coming down too much. It's been kind of a passing of the torch thing in Cutrow right now, but right. I do stop in uh, on a regular basis. I get phone calls and text messages looking for some advice here and there, which makes me feel special. And, uh, you know, uh, TJ here, uh, that, that's our future right there. No, it's and, great uh, to see. That's I, why I wanted to get him on the air. And, and you know, I missed the interview. I'm not sure how far that conversation went. But uh, uh, to my knowledge, it's the fourth or fifth different bear in the uh, racing family. Yep, yep. he talks his, about uh, his family, yep. yep. So his father, I believe, is going to be running with the team tonight. He's our first assistant chief as well. Well, it's uh, it's great to hear. And again, I'm I'm fourth generation with racing, and and, and plenty of our people out there listening, uh, even those that aren't listening, they're third, fourth, fifth generation. Uh, it's it's one of those things, you know. You grow up around it, and you, you just want to do it. And you talk to different people and say, how can you guys jump off those trucks and this, that, and the other thing? But when you see it as a kid, and, and that's what you grow up around, you strive for that. Yeah, you're a little nervous still the first time you get on. Absolutely. But uh, you're still that's, a little nervous towards the end of your career too. That's a respect for what you're doing, but you just want to do it. You want to get out there and not only do it for the for the physical aspect and the competition, but to represent your, your town and your fire department and all you commissioners and, and chiefs out there. Um, remember, these guys are out here representing your department, and, and they do a real good job of it. Cutrow's had the blessing. Uh, we actually looked through our archives, and uh, probably less than two or three that have gone through the cheese line that haven't been on the drill team at some point in their uh, in their lives. It's a big part of our history. We're proud of our history. Uh, TJ is the future of our history here, and uh, we're excited to have him. We've been looking forward to him coming along. He's been coming to the drills quite often. Fred's telling me I'm not uh, I'm not speaking into the mic well. My deep voice, I think it would carry pretty well. You're doing a fine job. <laughs> so we're just about ready for Sea Hose here. Riverhead's uh, lining up on the course. Water test went nice and smooth. The first test, actually, we had a little malfunction and the wire was not hooked up on the nozzle. But then we had two shots uh, in a row with the water time of 475. A little bit quicker than last week. And uh, I did hear the words uh, that there was an adjustment to the pump to boost it up and... Uh, Lenny, as you know, this pump's pretty strong here. They can almost do whatever they want with this uh, with this pump, and I imagine come state tournament time, we're going to be running some pretty good numbers down here. Yeah, the town of Brookhaven has uh, more or less been very supportive of the uh, town of Brookhaven teams and uh, kept up on the pump house out here. And, again, we, we talk about it each year. Uh, what a great facility this Ridge facility is, and we'd love to see it get used more and more, whether it's the town of Brookhaven drill, the Selden invite, Farmingville for years ran an invite here. Uh, we've seen the county here. We've seen uh, a couple of state drills. Obviously, the state drill is here this year. So um, thank you to those politicians from the town of Brookhaven and uh, all the town workers that, that make this happen. And then, of course, the town of Brookhaven Team Captains Association. Uh, a lot of those guys breaking their butt to uh, make this facility what it is and put on this show. I, I find it impressive that the town actually employs people for the night. 
to uh, make sure everything's running smoothly. I believe there's a plumber and an electrician here uh, during every drill, as well as uh, staff for the grounds. Make sure the uh, facilities are functional. Beautiful facility that just gets better and better each year. I, I remember uh, as a kid we always referred to it as the Dust Bowl because uh, it lacked some grounds here and a little bit wooded and was very hot here. They've opened it up over the last 15, 20 years, and uh, it's become one of the uh, more favorite tracks on Long Island now. Yeah, it got a, a rap for years, and maybe deservedly so, like you said, known as a dust ball, and, uh, or dust bowl. And uh, um, there were a handful of teams from whether it was Western Suffolk or Nassau, didn't really think it was worth the trip to come out here. Um, however, the, the facility itself, the track facility, the arch, uh, the lighting, the water, all of that was right there. But uh, nowadays, uh, and we've talked about it in the past, there's, there's more and more trees out here and... Um, ways to get away from the sun and of course a, a drill like this that happens a little bit later in the day um, obviously uh, it's even more pleasant so real good facility and like I said thank you to the town of Brookhaven uh, Team Captains Association as well as the uh, politicians that continue to support Fireman's Park out here in the town of Brookhaven. And we're blessed to have a beautiful weather night here tonight. There's been some years where we watched the thunderstorms travel up on the Connecticut shore wondering if they're going to make it this far down. It really is a great place to, uh, again, up on the arch here especially, you really get to see what's uh, what's going on The next on around contest to be run is the Seahawks contest. They're, uh, they're offering them up. State record is 1-1.93. It's Iceland. First team online to be number one in your programs, the Ironman from Riverhead. Talking about the view, I mean, we can look again now to the northwest off the back of the arch. And, again, another pretty sky. Um it's just a real nice place, and anybody that's been out here before knows you can see deer running around and um, groundhogs, and, oh, turkey, all kinds of wildlife out here. Park's full of activity tonight because you actually have a couple softball games going on, and I believe the Brookhaven Town Fire Chiefs are meeting here tonight, oh. which uh, is probably a benefit to the program here because it's going to get a little more exposure. The Town of Brookhaven Drill Team Captain Association does need their support and it's good to see them here. I actually uh, was over in that area during our break, and I recognize uh, a bunch of old racing faces there. So, as we talked about, maybe that would be a little bit of rejuvenation and hopefully uh, motivation for some more Brookhaven Town teams made to put put something out here. All right, so we see... How about an interview with the old-timers? We can see if we can get somebody up here. Drew, or down there. Drew, you know a little more, uh, more or a few more of these guys than me, so if you seeing somebody hit him up I'll, I'll keep an eye out to see if I can grab a, a familiar face we did just see okay. the final signal from the adapter man here for Riverhead so I think we're going to get the Iron Man right now and see who's so getting on the truck as we speak truck's ready to go and here come the Iron Man nice and straight down the course Good hit on the hydrant. And a nice clean run for the Ironman. 8-10 on the hydrant. I thought the uh, driver might have dropped him a little back at the nozzle, but good job attacking it between the nozzle man and the breaker. Got the nozzle on, tripped the target. Uh-oh. Oh, might have some issues with the clocks here. I'm just guessing. Attention, please. Riverhead will be getting a rerun. Not sure be that happy about that. Yeah, that might not have been their 
the best run ever, but it was a good functional run. I had 14-3 on a watch. Again, I don't know how much they've run this year and how much they've run the truck, but it's, uh, it's not a bad time for C-Hose. Small drill like this, you want to put up a number. And uh, again, he got it on the hydrant, hit the target, right? So it's a, a functional run. Well, it's just a matter of putting it up on your second shot. I don't know, Drew. Did you uh, did you hear any cone time from uh, the I officials over there? I did not. Maybe that's part we lost, of the issue. We lost our third wheel here that was kind of helping us out on that. Maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe that was part of the issue. Dave Smith, if you can hear us over there. Um, well, they don't have a radio on. TJ. We're going to put TJ to yeah. work here. Hey, Maybe TJ. you can uh, talk to Mr. Smith over there next to the announcer after each run. Just uh, let cone us know time. what those cone times are so we can tell our uh, audience out there. Right now, Dave Smith on the radio going over the uh, timing issues, so we'll wait. And, and that might have been the issue. Uh, maybe it was the cone clock. Could have been. been. the problem. Bill Rouse enjoying uh, two burgers here at this point. Wow. Good to see him back out. We lost him for a couple weeks, Ed, uh, due to some type of illness. Bill, a mainstay in the sport. Brookhaven Town from Patchogue. On the line to be number seven on your programs, the Slowpoke from Selden. So it looks like Selden's just about ready to go. The adaptive man's waiting to give the signal down to the truck as they're setting it up. So it must not be a major issue with the lights um, or the clocks. I do see Pete looking at the cone light. Yeah, and, and, and I see TJ uh, over there from Cutchell trying to get us a cone time, and that might have been the issue. And, folks, when we say a cone time, these sea trucks, uh, they are regulated to some point where they can only go so fast for so far, right, uh, Drew? I mean, hard to explain it to somebody that doesn't know the sport. Yeah, but, uh, they definitely are need a visual aid for that. If, uh, if the truck gets to a certain point too fast, the team gets penalized or can possibly get thrown out. So um, there is a extra timing equipment timing the truck to the cone line, also known as the 150. Maybe 150 feet from the hydrant, but uh, if those lights aren't working or there's an issue with those clocks, then there there will be a rerun issue. That might be where we're at right now. And here comes Selden. Push it right to the cone, dropping a little bit back from the hydrant. A couple issues down on the hydrant end. Target's been tripped. Got a nice view of Dave uh, as he stopped the truck right uh, right inside the 25 here under the arch. Time for Selden. 17.03. 17.03. On the line to be number nine on your programs. So 352 the is a cone for the Selden folks. 352. So that truck really moving and Davey getting him in. Um, and, and it looked under control. Uh, Rich Cotty Jr. on the hydrant, usually pretty consistent. A little surprising he had a little trouble there, Drew. Um, like, I don't know if he got jammed or he, he, he just missed it, but uh, I, I, it almost looked like a little it more consistent. It almost looked like it may have been pulled from him a little bit. Okay. I seen him kind of look to his left as he was uh, trying to come around with his left hand. Usually when Dave gives him a drop like that, he's right on it. Um, he struggled a little bit there, and that's going to cost the slow folks. 
Cutro coming to the line now. So we're saying Seldom was 353 to the cone. Looks like Dave kind of pushed it right to the cone. And then maybe took a little too much out as he got up towards the uh, the second break. So that's going to bring up your Cutchog Panthers. Yeah, I think we have some uh, some elder members on the course here to, to get them through this contest. I think some guys are mixed and matched just to try and get through Seahos for tonight. Yeah, give us some names, Joe. Well, uh, I'm not uh, 100% you don't sure. Know, I believe, uh, okay. I believe I Larry's back on the, on the hydrant, which is TJ's father. Yep. And uh, I think he's getting us through there tonight. And uh, Kenny Burns has run some nozzle for us before, and I imagine he's running nozzle for him tonight with his brother, uh, either Billy is either breaking or anchoring. Problems with the knowledge. Got about three swipes at it. I thought the drop at the hydrant might have been a little more in the middle than what they were looking for. But a great job by an experienced hydrant man there. Charging in, giving him water. And you're right, they had time at the nozzle, Drew. Time for cut dog. 15.46. 15.46. I'm not too upset about that because I, uh, with what happened on the nozzle end, to keep it at that low of a number. All things considered. And the nozzle blew off and he had to exactly. run and get it. He had to go and get it. Yeah. On the line, be number 10 on your programs, the Bandits from Farmingville. Again, as we said, seven. So our, uh, our running here, TJ Sons, was 3.79 to the cone. You know, back to the nozzle. And like I said, it looked pretty smooth at the hydrant. Um, Thought the nozzle and breaker definitely had time. They uh, approached it pretty nice, and it, it looked like they had the time, and it just, uh, he took a couple swipes at it. Actually, actually, the second time, it looked like he was starting to set up, and then it just didn't feel right to him. Yep, yep. Uh, growing up, uh, and, and TJ, if you're listening, this is something to pay attention to if you ever end up at the other end, uh, unless you want to follow Dad's footsteps at the hydrant. But we used to be told, you got time to do it right once. You know, there's no reason to rush or go crazy. you got time to do it right once. Sometimes you get a second swipe, but just get it right the first time and you'll be okay. And uh, unfortunately for Kutchov, they didn't they didn't get it right the first time. That could have been a real sweet run. Yeah. So I said I had 819 on the stick. So with good which, water through the hose, that could have been a nice For little to no practice, I, I don't think they should be too upset about it. No, no, that, but that could have been a 13, you know, Absolutely. if the rest of the run was clean. And, uh... We got room for improvement there, and I'm sure they will. Well, we got Farmingville on the line now. So far, teams have been pretty lucky. The course is nice and clean. The hydrant, especially. Right? Absolutely, that's what I'm looking at now. It's very dry. Usually, uh, uh, one of these night tournaments it can be a little bit more wet because you don't get that sun to do the rapid dry with the hot pavement. That being said, the nozzle end is. Uh, Wet back from the nozzle line toward the hydrant, a good 20 feet, I'd say, right? I would yeah. definitely say it's so and a little bit more into the center of the course, too. Yeah, so you better be in control when you come in. Here comes Farmerville. Got out of a little bit early. Water in the hose. Break 
man stumbled a little bit, but he's set up. Wow. I think they're going to be happy with that run. That was a nice save. It fishtailed a little at the hydrant. 803 on the stick, a little bit at the nozzle, but they're going to be all right. Time for Farmingdale. 1, 3, point six. Six, three. Our line will coming right. up will be... 361 to the cone. Looked like he got out of the 20 the feet before the cone. Ahead. My bet is was done by design to play it a little bit safe. Again, a little a little bit of fishtail at both ends, kind of throwing the hydrant and breaker a little toward the hydrant. Same thing at the nozzle end, however, the nozzle man, that tosses him a little bit more toward the curb. So uh, a nice job. I think that's Eddie Jr. down there on the nozzle. Um, nice job yep. handling it, getting Absolutely. back on the nozzle, getting it on, and a pretty darn good hit on the target. It sure was. He was definitely up in the air when the water was coming out, and he controlled it pretty quick. So there's, uh, there's some experience there for the bandits helping him out. That's going to keep them in good position in this drill. So we're going to get Riverhead for their rerun. It looks like they're still finishing packing the hose in their truck. As you know, with only uh, four sea trucks out there, the merry-go-round goes rather quick on these tournaments. The merry-go-round. That's nicely put. I always liked it, to be honest with you, because you never really had time to think of what's going on. Sometimes it gets a little panicky. Um, yeah. Maybe rushing a little too much, especially on a rerun. You know, it can be a little tough, but you got to get up there, take a nice deep breath. The officials, they, they usually don't push you. Um, they'll let you do your thing and go through your uh, pregame, so to speak. So, yeah, as you, uh, as we, or as we say that, you see Riverhead coming around the corner. But again, there should be no rush. Make sure you, your sneakers are tied and your helmet's buckled. Tires are clean. As we said, take a deep breath and put your shot up. Uh, some teams will tell you, I like that. I had my practice run. Now, can you, you know, and again, they had a, a decent shot the first time. Absolutely. Now, if, See if, if they can put that shot up again. If that's what your run is, do it again. Did you get lucky to get that shot, or can you do better? So the Riverhead Ironmen are going to answer that question for us momentarily. The officials are giving them the course. They're just still uh, wiping off the tires and waiting for the signal from the adapter man down to the truck. Still nice and dry at that hydrant drill. Sure is. Although the uh, track seems a little wetter, the second coupling spot. You can see with two individual couplings. Definitely sprayed at different spots. Somebody yeah, came cook. up a little short. So you can tell by the swipes from the rollers. Well, and we were talking, folks, uh, that'll be in the break um, for the nozzle man and the breaker. So, And that could be why Farmingville slid a little that way, right? We, we got it in the, as you're coming down the track, it would be the right side tires are going to be in it. Maybe not so much the left side. So Here comes Rivet. Sparks off the brakes. Water in the hose. Truck got a little sideways. Definitely fishtailed in that water we spoke about. And they're going to be happy with that run. Kyle looked like he struggled a little bit getting that nozzle on, but he did get it on yeah. in time. I missed the stick, but that'll be a solid 14. Time for Riverhead. 1-4.49. 63 to the cone. Okay. Looks like he rolled it out a little bit and then pushed it to the cone on this end. 
I don't remember the exact number I had the first time, but I believe it was in the 14s. So Riverhead pretty much doing, as we said, running the same shot, doing what they know how to do, and uh, it's going to get them some good points. So Farmville's going to take five here with uh, Riverhead taking second and four points. Cutrog with another third for the night, and uh, Selden fourth getting two points. So Farmville with a 13-point lead over... Uh, Riverhead, Selden, and Kutcher with Miller Place uh, having eight points, just three points behind them. True, we're getting asked from the road. Did a you correction hear on a, the time uh, for Kutcher. The time I announced was 15. It's 25.46. Sorry. Well, 25.46. Did you get a cone time Results for Farmingville? Of the Seahose contest. I believe 61 was the number I heard. First place, five points. Number 10, Farmingville. Second place, four points, number one, Riverhead. Third place, three points, number seven, Selden. And fourth place, two points, number nine, Kutchog. All right, so what I gave you earlier is actually incorrect now. The Kutchog time was actually a 25.46, not the 15.46 I was actually announced. Kind of makes more sense to me, to be honest with you, Lenny. Yeah, <laughs> you mentioned, wow, they'd be happy with that. And as I said, they, the nozzle man had to chase the nozzle down the road. I've done that a couple of times, and we, we it does a, take time. <laughs> we had a similar situation last week in the old-fashioned tournament here where the first three teams in Cotlata appeared to have respectable shots with numbers that weren't matching up with the stopwatches. And it was conflicting stories and uh, uh, what might have been causing that. Some felt it was people that were standing in the beam, and then... Uh, it was later determined uh, at the start of cart hose, the first water contest, that the battery was no good at the cart, the uh, timing cart. So, so not sure mean, how much that affected the tournament in, in general, but uh, the first three teams did, uh, did have their eyebrows raised when they were walking off the course. They felt they had better shots. Well, that's understandable. I mean, uh, again, our officials do a great job, and again, they all volunteer their time like ourselves. But uh, things happen. And Especially tonight, Lenny. I think there's seven here all together, and these guys are really running. And uh, they deserve a lot of credit for the work they're doing here tonight. Extra contests, a little bit more involved, stuff they're not completely used to setting up. They only set up about three times a year. That's if they make all the town drills. So extra contests. I know we just completed C hose. What is next on the schedule there, Drew? I don't have. Uh, according to the score sheet, we go to B hose. We do go to B hose. Okay, and then there'll be some old-fashioned contests after that, I guess. Motor hose replacement, and then we get into the old-fashioned contest for a while. I like motor hose replacement. I still think that should replace efficiency, in if, my opinion. If I remember right, you guys ran out here with the C truck with four or five guys one year. <laughs> One the, of the uh, most impressive runs I've ever seen. I, I'd have to figure out count the men again, but uh, I think hats, Mike might have actually hooked up at two different. Hats off! No, no, hats off to Michael Etzel Sr. He did the run back by himself, and those of you that know replacement, you, you trip a first target, and there's one extra length of hose in the B truck that you run back, similar to the juniors or old-fashioned event, the length that's sitting in the cart. Mike Etzel Sr. grabbed both couplings. Tossed the first one to the guy that broke the coupling by himself, then hooked up the second one, and uh, I think we actually had a respectable yep. time. It was one of the most impressive racing runs I've seen. Four or five seen. guys, yep. yeah. I was up on the nozzle myself, and I think 
The hydra man ran with a donut or something. We, we ran with four. It was and, and and it and it looked like you've been practicing all year. We were we were standing in the stands with our mouths <laughs> wide open, wondering how you guys managed. It, it, it looked effortless. It was a lot of fun and and again. That but Mike was always interesting to watch. Mike Mike's a, a heck of an athlete uh, and a great guy. And actually, I was going to say that's hats off to some of the things you learn in junior fire department and the junior drill teams. Because, uh, you know, we had run those races, uh, the replacement races specifically, for years and years and years. So you have those basics down. Um, we just said we, we weren't not going to run it. We were short on people. We said, we're going to try this. And it worked out. It was a crapshoot, but it worked out. It was a lot of fun doing it. So and I think the fans liked it. So. And, and sometimes the experience trumps the speed and talent. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, anyway... We are now done with the Seahose contest. Fred, I don't know if you uh, want to move things along a little bit and keep all our sponsors happy. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored-to-be-the-official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to we are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution Next contest for your apparatus? Next contest we're contest. How old is your... State record is 7.55 and it's held by West Hempstead. Who's going to be first? All right. First time on the line will be number seven. Running out of turn with permission. Number seven on your programs, the Slowpokes from Selden. So All we're right. back live here at the Ridge facility, the town of Brookhaven Drill. Drew, did I just hear Roscoe, who's running first? Yeah. And I thought we were going to break into an Abbott and Costello thing. I, I, on first. I thought so, but we got Selden running out of turn with permission here for some reason. Okay. Maybe they have somebody who has to go to work tonight or something along those lines. You know, I, I thought maybe I was dating myself with that comment about Abbott and Costello, but Fred got a good laugh out of it. So, <laughs> well, Fred's older than us, though, right, Drew? I, I, I think so. <laughs> he got us by a year or two. So, those of you uh, youngsters that don't know Abbott Costello, sucks for you. And if you ever if you ever look him up, go uh, watch. What is it? Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein. The werewolf and the mummy. <laughs> classic, classic. Nowadays with YouTube, you could probably bring it up on your phone oh, right yeah. now and uh, see the whole skit. 
Frank Costello. Before there was Jim Carrey and some of your other movie comedians. So it looks like our order is going to be a little bit mixed up here. Riverhead having the rerun there, so they're out there actually packing their hose now. Selden's pulling up to the line. Once again, that course is awfully clear. The hydrant's nice and clear. I'd be licking my chops in my day when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, that's extremely dry. And then, and then I promptly slipped anyway. And uh, James down there putting the adapter on for Selden. I think he's pretty happy too. James helping us out through the ladder contests. Having a commitment here with the slow pokes for the hose contest. He said he would join us later. All right. Selden's going to be uh, taken off in a second here. I gotta believe Mr. Cotty Jr. is gonna hook this one up. I'm thinking the same thing. A little. He's he's not one to miss twice in the same drill. I don't need to jinx him, and I'm sure it's a lot of hydrant men getting pissed off at me right now. But he's too good to miss two in a row. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. His approach uh, looked good. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I thought he was on, but uh, water across the track here for the slow folks. So they're going to complete the contest, but in nowhere amount or in the amount of time that they wanted. Time for Selden. 20.97. 20.97. I will never be allowed in the Hydraman fraternity after that one. On I don't think so. Turn with permission, number one in your program. We don't see him up here in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I see Hydraman circling now, <laughs> ready to come up here and hang me. So it looks like Riverhead does have their hose packed and they're making their way up the course. They have some time here as we're going to be able to. Got a little confusion here. It looks like Cutro is pulling up to the line now. Yeah, Cutro hustling up. Some of their yeah. their guys jogging up. Looks like he left their team a little behind there. Yeah, you know, it, it's good to loosen with, them up. With the shortage of officials here, there's nobody down there to help move the staging teams in the right yep. spot. He actually, have Rivet, Riverhead's adapters on the hydrant now. Line now will be number line. nine on your programs. The Panthers from Cutro. Yeah, it looks like that's getting sorted out. As I, I think I see Cutro's adapter man making his way to the course. So the good news is everyone, including the teams and officials, are trying to move this thing along. But uh, sometimes they're not all on the same page. But yes, for all you Panther fans out there and all you Manorville and uh, Ridge Fire Department and... Uh, Residents, your team is on the line. Be interesting to watch as the year progresses. Um, again, with three departments combined, um, to see more and more fans coming out from those departments. See if Ridge supports you. you I know, can with, say it. Some extra people in Manorville as well. Last week's old-fashioned tournament, we did have one of the Ridge assistant chiefs here. I think he was in awe. He actually mentioned to us when we had a preseason meeting with them that they 
notoriously have sat on the front of their trucks and watched the trailers come to the park on a regular basis. And uh, we're looking forward to the opportunity to have some of their guys be part of what happens right here in their own fire district. Well, they've got the opportunity now as we await the Cutchell Panthers, uh, just trying up the track a little bit more at the hydrant after Selden threw a little extra water down there. I just saw some fireworks in the distance, too. I, I thought I saw that. To the south of the track. I'm not sure who's celebrating over there. Maybe a little bit east of Ridge, I guess, right? Ridge Fire Department would be a little more to the west. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, maybe down in the Mastic area. Wow. If you do due south from here. So we're looking pretty far out there. We see some fireworks. Here comes the Cutthroat Panthers. He's got water in the hose. Nozzle in, going to have to run a little bit. And he's missed the nozzle in. He's back on. And he recovered uh, relatively quick. I think they would have liked to have seen something a little better than that. But. Adam, 4.06 on the stick. Time for Kachog. 13.79. On the line to be number one on your programs. Running out of turn with permission. The Iron Man from Riverhead. I thought I heard, and, and I rode that truck once or twice. I thought I heard the back tires break free a little bit in that extra wetness down there, Drew, at it, the hydrant, it, and might have cost the nozzle man a little bit of setup time. Yeah, I think he dropped him back a little bit. It, I do see that uh, they brought in one of the rookies to run nozzle in that contest, one of the Ridge uh, gentlemen that came over with us. He's uh, he's looked good in practice. He's dedicated, and uh, I'm glad to see he's got his first opportunity to run in a tournament. That's great experience. You can't beat that. He's quite the competitor, and we're happy to have him with us. Rich Cotty Sr. just texted me, I jinxed his son. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Didn't mean it. I'm sure you're not the only one thinking that for those listening. Um, but it is what it is. If, if, if him missing had anything to do with me and my big mouth, sorry. He's got bigger issues. <laughs> That being said, Drew, look to you. Look to the north now. Look at that sky. Wow, that's unbelievable. I'm going to take a picture and put it out there to some friends. Wow. What a I, beautiful sunset I, here. At I'm actually a little confused because this, this scorecard is kind of all over the place. I see Miller Place is just getting out there now. And technically they're supposed to be running in front of Cutchrow. So they didn't run sea hose. I'm not sure if maybe they had a mechanical issue or if something was going on that they, uh, they weren't prepared to come out and run their shot. But it looks like they will be ready when it comes their time. But first, we got the Riverhead Ironmen, who look like they're just about ready to go. Some problems on the uh, hydrogen end a little bit. Coupling came up short yep. at the nozzle end. Did he get the nozzle on? I thought the hydroman had it on. I don't think he could find the stick there, Joe. Yeah, it looked like he was kind of fumbling a little bit to find it. Still thinking it's probably going to be a first place run. 10.72. Again, I think he had it on. The stick didn't go down until 5.09. So, a couple of swipes. And then that nozzle come up. Coupling came out number eight short. your programs. The extinguishes from Miller Place. All right, so we got Miller Place and Farmingville still to go. Farmingville warming up their truck down at the Seahose start line area. 
Farmingville got to be feeling pretty confident at this point in the drill. They got a 12-point lead coming into this contest. The defending champions looking strong here and looking very good. Again, folks, if you didn't make it out here to Ridge tonight, you are just missing a nice drill moving along and maybe one of the top 20 sunsets I've ever seen. Purples and pinks and just terrific looking over the ball fields. Softball players getting enjoyed as well. My silence because I'm just letting Lenny be alone with this one. <laughs> I'm a sunset guy. What can I tell you? <laughs> I like sunrises too, though. Well, it depends on who you're with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. You know, watching a sunset with you is special. I, it, yeah, I'm not sure about that. He's touching me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually standing behind Bill Rouse now on the other side of the arch. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> well, anybody that made it out here tonight is getting rewarded. Again, seeing a nice grill and a beautiful night. So here come the Miller Place extinguishers. approach to the hydrant. Dropped him a little bit back on the nozzle end. Got to run quite a bit. Oh. And they got water in the dummy Raker link. could not get the coupling off and then dove behind the nozzle, man, with the coupling still on. Yeah, I think they had a run of probably a solid 30 feet to get to that coupling. They, they, they didn't have much time, I agree, but the breaker struggled to get it off. I don't know if it jammed, but then he dove behind the nozzle, man, like it was off, and it wasn't, and Water out of the dummy length is never a good sign. We've talked about that in the past. Time for middle place. 20.28. But as a breaker, you can't leave that coupling until it's off. Uh, I mean, it almost looked like he may have come down a little bit early and then had to kind of crawl to get to it. Farmingdale. So we got a little track work here to be done here. You know, Lenny, we talk about in my firehouse a lot about this drill and uh, over the years how it's evolved. And in Suffolk, we have a unique situation where we have the three different town tournaments: uh, the town of Brookhaven, the town of Islip, and and the town of Babylon. And the one thing we talk about a lot is how the town of Brookhaven has, has seen a variety of different winners. Uh, most notably, in the last 20 years, you know, you had the the Patrick 40 Thieves era, uh, your team, the St. James Wildcats. We had Farmingville come in and run it, win it a couple of years. Uh, I know my team has won it twice. I think Selden's won it. Selden's won it, and Riverhead's won it. So uh, with Miller Place on the rise and getting into this sport, it, it's only a matter of uh, when, not Pocket. if, for them. Kind of makes it fun. Sometimes maybe you don't put the numbers up uh, equivalent to other drills, but it makes the, the night interesting. Without a doubt, um, the... Uh the tournament, as you said, has had many winners. I mean, and then I was thinking today on the golf course, talking to different guys, the, the amount of teams that, that used to attend this and unfortunately aren't together anymore or can't make it out. But you had the Mastic Whistlers. Blue Point Mighty Midgets. Blue Point Mighty Midgets. Eggman Gamblers, although they're merged now with the Sable Blue Jays. but Unfortunately not. We don't see Corum here. No, Corum, that, that's a big loss to us. North Patchog Nightcaps, like you said, combined now, but they would show up once in a while as an old-fashioned team. 
Those Mastic Whistler days. Yeah. So Farmville's got the course. Looks like they're just about ready to take off. They just need to put a smooth shot up here and Absolutely. keep scoring. Ooh. Nice hit on the hydrant. Looks That's like a lot of water. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, nice shot. A little low on the target, but it's yeah. definitely going to be a first place run for you Farmville. You can see he's upset with himself for not for not hitting that target. I had him. Nine uh, for Farmingville. Three eighteen sticks. Eight point nine three eight ninety three. Mazelman upset with himself not putting the first drop on there, but he didn't have much time to set up there, Drew. That water was right up no, his butt. No, it was right there. And again, they were running a little bit, so I was, I was kind of concerned that maybe they wouldn't get there, but it looks like they knew exactly where they wanted to get off on that shot. It's it's nice to see they really didn't lay back, per se. They, they went for it. They and, put the run up. Yep, they, they could have, you know, went a little easier and, and given themselves a little more time at the Nozland, but they went for it. They said, hey, let's run our run. So they put an eight up there in Behose and continue to build their impressive scoring number. So that's going to give Farmerville another first place in 29 out of the first 30 points tonight. Cutchers are going to come in second in this contest. Miller place third. and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, actually, it's going to be Riverhead second. Cutchers third. Miller place fourth and Selden fifth. I can see my uh, score sheet skills are terrible tonight. You know, we bring Bill Rouse here for a reason, Drew. Absolutely. Let him do his job to, a little bit. To make bit. sure I'm not involved. <laughs> I think Bill's getting ready to uh, give you the official results. Drew's doing a heck of a job trying to get it out to you as quick as we can, folks. But Mr. Rouse is... I think I, I, think I have more cross-outs on my score sheet than actual numbers. I think Bill's waiting for the official okay from the track officials to say the event is over. I do see them putting another target out there, which is always fun for these next couple of old-fashioned contests. Oh, the equipment results of the B.O.'s contest. First place, five points, number 10, Farmingville. Second place, four points, number one, Riverhead. Third place, three points, number nine, Kutchog. Fourth place, two points, number eight, Miller Place. Fifth place, one point, number seven, Sheldon. So uh, Farmingville continues on quite a run here, Drew. What? Absolutely. Uh, we're halfway through here, and as I have it, which we know isn't possibly correct, but uh, Farmingville with 29 points, Riverhead has 15 Selden and Cutrog each with 13. Middle place 10. And Rocky Point and Medford each having 4. And and for those, uh, again, keeping track, that's Farmingville Bandits, 29 out of 30. Absolutely. So uh, putting on a show here. Very impressive night for them. For their fans and all the others that are out here. What do you my, think of Fred? My next question is, is trivia. Has there ever been a, a, a drill where a team gets 40 points? 
at, a, at an eight event or 60 points at a 12 event. You know, there's, there's I think it might have happened in a battalion drill at one time. Yeah. Maybe the Woodlanders from Rockville Center. We, we've I'm had some of these discussions in the past. I I can't remember. We need Twan here or somebody with, that's all over the I was staff. trying to look it up before I couldn't find it. Yeah, I think there's been talk about that, Fred. Um, I know. You, you might be right, Drew, at a, at a battalion or something, but I know teams have been close. I know, uh, speaking for my team, in 93 we had 39 out of 40 in the Suffolk County Old Fashioned Tournament, and Riverhead had 34 out of 35, I believe, in 1990 in Bayport at the Old Fashioned County Tournament. I'm sure the, uh, the the Twitter and all that other fun stuff will light up people with better stats than us. Uh, you know what, Drew? I, I asked a question before, and I never followed it up. Um, teams with a new sea truck on the track. Uh, Total point I've, I've only contests. gotten one text. In, uh, Riverhead, 15. Rocky Point, 4. Medford, 4. Selden, 13. Middle Place, 10. Cutchog, 13. Farmingville, 29. So for those of you that just tuned in, I, I threw a question out there before we went to commercials a couple of races ago about um, commenting on Farmingville's new sea truck this year and who was the team prior to them with the most recent new sea truck. And, uh, Drew, you had a okay, – I don't know the answer. I probably shouldn't ask a question that I don't know the answer to. But, Drew, I think you, you might have it. Uh, well, other than Farmingville, I think you have to say Roslyn. But uh, I, I – I can't think of someone in between off the top of my head. You, you kind of caught me off guard. It wasn't, yeah. I didn't do my research beforehand. But Neither I, did I. But, I. but I think Rosalind is the is the, if somebody out there has a better answer for us. Yeah. Or can confirm know. that for us. That'd be great. Yep. Send us a text. Or send something to Fred or one of our phones, and we'll put it out there. Try and be factual and give us the year, of course. We know some stuff. We sure don't know at all. And uh, that being said, we're going back to commercials. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. The next contest! Whether you've been a FASNI... Next contest to be run is the Motor Hose Replacement Contest. Team should be lined up for it. Ready to go. Stay record is 16.74. And it's held by the Spencer Port Red Onions.
All right, any team that's ready, come up to the line. Any team that's ready, come up to the line. Joined now by uh, Tony Paizo from the Ice of Wolves and uh, Heavy Kevy also from the Ice of Wolves. How you doing, guys? Nice afternoon here. These guys look like they're uh, a little bit golfed out today. Oh, we had a good time in North Lindy's golf outing today. They uh, put on a good show for us, as usual. So we're about halfway through the tournament here now. Farmville's got a pretty commanding lead. They're running good. They're running really good today. Got a 14-point lead over Riverhead. We're going to be starting the motor hose replacement contest soon. With the uh, short amount of the drill. They uh, they were my prediction to win today. Uh, me and uh, Vinny Bogart from uh, Northland, had a little side bet going today. Yeah, right. And I uh, predicted uh, the win for them. Uh, and, uh, he predicted uh, middle yeah. place. So I think, right. I'm, I think I'm up on him Water. a little bit. First team on the line oh, number have one in your I, of course, picked the Well, we appreciate that. As a as a half half timer of Cutrog, a part time Cutrog resident yourself. Always my second favorite I, I, team. I, I'm sorry, New Suffolk. Uh, we got to use the right terminology here. The legends from New Suffolk. Absolutely. Uh, this event is uh, actually one of my favorite events. I think uh, it's more of a man's event. Yeah, it's a, it's a good the event. Bang bang play. Too bad it takes a, such a long time because this would be a great event to run every week, but obviously it takes way too much time. So as you know, we're talking about the Motor Hose Replacement Contest. Riverhead's going to be running first. They got 15 points on the night. So you know, I, I heard there's a upstate superstar that runs this event very well that A.J. Rubes from ISIP was talking about. Josh Marshall, his favorite racer of all time, he said this guy is going to break the record in this event. That's what he told us today. All right, have AJ did pick Josh Marshall as one of his favorite Western racers. That's what, that's what we were told on the way here. We had a lot of conversations about racing. A long ride here from uh, from Rock Hill Country Club. Andrews did pick Josh Marshall to be the best racer in New York State. All right, well, it's a uh Pretty bold prediction. I'm about to say, that, you took the words out of my mouth. That's bold, but uh, it's good here to we, see he's got a favorite. Here we go. All right, here come the Ironman and the uh, Moto Hose Replacement Contest. Moto Hose 2, Replacement, whatever you want to call it these days. Hydra. We got water in the hose. Uh. Nozzle Man's trying to do it himself. Yeah. A little different standing up. Trip. Almost had a little mishap there as it looks like the truck was actually in the way of the Nozzle Man at one point. Uh, again, they're standing up. Right. Oh, oh. Had a little mishap at the uh, first coupling. All right, water through the hose again, and the second target's been tripped. Somebody's clothing blowing down the track. Not that this is a uh, very popular sport on the island, but uh, a popular event on the island. But Time for this is definitely a different three, approach three, to standing up on his first target. 33, 76. 
All right, be number seven on your programs. The slow pokes from Selden. As, as a point of view from an ISOP town town tournament uh, point of view is, uh, you know, you'd think that these teams would run a little conservative with uh, making sure that they had it on before they turned the water on, but they didn't there. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I do have to agree with you. When it, when it comes to this kind of tournament, uh, we always say you just want to do your jobs and, and make your connections and, and let the time fall where it is. Definitely all about completing the event. But but I'll tell you, from times in uh, running the town tournament, times where you try and run a little conservative and you get beat out and you end up with uh, one point when you uh, could end up with three if you just like, go all out. Kev, I thought you made a real good comment. Um, watching them run, going for that first hit, Nazaman standing up on his own initially. He had, he had a guy try and rush in and back him up, but if you're solo, I'm thinking you should be down on a knee. And then he did it for the second hit as well. A little unique. You don't usually see that style. I mean, uh, with this event, you can almost compare it to like a uh, junior car hose replacement almost. Seldon's got the course. So they're just about ready to go as the Phil Darrow is walking away from the truck. Just one split, uh, 11.46 on the first hit there. The Riverhead, so. One of, one of our so top good. officials that we have in the, in the county, Phil Darrow. He's always there. Selden set on the truck. Just going through that routine call-off. And here they come. Water in the hose. Not a bad first target for the Southern Slowpokes. 980 on the first hit. The Nozman oh. should be the Nozman should be moving up a little bit and getting that kink out. I'm thinking maybe they didn't have quite enough hose to get back to the quarter turn. Is it looks like he missed and they flowed the water? It almost looks like their replacement hose is a lot shorter than the middle length. I agree. Look how tight that length is, and then you see that that length laying there. It's it's asking. Time for right? Sheldon. Yeah. Three yeah. four point four zero. 34-40. They might want to consider flipping those two lengths. On the line of number eight on your programs, the extinguishers from Miller Place. All right, so Miller Place is rolling up. Got to think they have a little bit of an advantage here with their uh, old-fashioned experience with the cart hose replacement. Nothing more but uh, replacing the four guys at the front of the cart with a truck. Looks like they got plenty of bodies there on the truck. Now, you know, we got a couple of guys from Islip here. You guys are obviously running Islip Town, Paizo and Kev. How often do you practice this race prior to the town tournament? How many nights or how one many night. runs? One night. One. One night. Dedicated to one night. One night, two runs. We do uh, one dummy run of it and then two runs of it, and that's it's it. One lay it out, and that's it. Lay it out. usually the worst practice of the year. Yeah. We, we don't look forward to that one. And, again, that's after the state drill. That's after the state okay. drill. It's usually uh, it's usually a Wednesday night, and it's the worst night. It's dedicated of, uh, strictly to town events. Okay. Nothing, nothing else. Now, Kev, no disrespect to you. Paizo's got you by a few years. There were times, Paizo, when 
the town of Islip was run before the state drill. Were you guys yeah. nervous about getting guys hurt and whatnot running these extra events? Of course, I was. Um, I was uh, actually a big advocate of, of running it before, and um, actually was like the town president, and and was totally against running running that tournament before we ran the state because, I mean, God, God forbid you get someone hurt before the state and with these extra the events that you like we just said yeah that you don't run that often i, I can right. totally get it and right and, sounds and, like and, the town of Isol made right. The, the right move on that right and as you, you know as you progress and becoming a better team you you think about it more of what the risk factor is all right middle place extinguisher is going to be leaving the line definitely a lot of commitment goes into running the town tour, town tournament with all those extra events Oh, well, the place uh, guy did a little bit of a tumble. You have Got water in the hose. It's a hard break at the nozzle. First target is tripped. Let the stand-up hit, Kev. Sure. This way they're going to make up the time. And they're going to stand up again. Might be a new change in error. I'm missing out on something. Here. That was a pretty good second hit. First hit, decent. Second hit, sweet. Beautiful. Time for middle place. 24 24.23. 12.21 on the first hit. to be number nine on your programs. The Panthers from Kutchog. Yeah, actually going back to that. Um, yeah, we, we, us guys in the rest of the town, man, we hated running, running right before the state because those extra events is something that you, you know, you, you have to work hard to be good at them and, you know, you want to, you, of course, every tournament you go to, you want to win. So, you go to that tournament, you got to work hard to be good at those events. And you, you know, for one or two nights that you're gonna run them. Back then, we used to run them two nights. You know, when we first started uh, back, like you know, and when Mike first started, Mike Welton first started on the team, we ran them, you know, once, twice. And now, now it's one night. That's it. And and you were running, you know, you were running the dummy contest. Oh yeah. You're running this replacement kind. You're running. Uh, B and C holes, what is it? BC combination? I don't even know what they call it. We didn't it, run combination until a couple of years ago, so okay. we were running like Motohose 2, running Y. We were running uh, Motohose 2, I'll tell you. We, we had like uh, we had a good streak. We were, we were doing very well in that event every year. And, you know, <laughs> if you watch us practice, you would say, oh, they're not going to do too well. But we, we did well. We, I think we ran a streak of a few years that we won it. I don't know. Mike would tell you exactly how many years in a row, what time we had, you know, it's a weird, what hose we used. Very weird event there. Not something you uh, you run every day. Control Panthers are uh, ready to leave the line now. Always a favorite of heavies. Andrew. I hope they're one of my favorites. Water in the hose. Oh, uh -oh. it's going to be a no, no. time here. Yeah. going to get a no time out of this. Heavy, tell everybody what you're talking about. The bring back length, it, uh, it actually fell out with the first length of the, I guess, the initial target length. And too bad because it wasn't a bad run, except yep. we had to pick it up off the ground. No, they, I mean... Uh, just to clarify, the replacement length, the replacement right, yes. came, came out of the, the back of the truck as the nozzle length was coming out. Um, can't have that happen, folks, so be a no time for the Panthers. Your attention, please. There'll be a no time for Kachog. The replacement hose was out of the truck 
before the target was tripped. Now, Jody, I hope I don't, you don't mind if I ask you, uh, how often do these guys practice these events? I think they did Rule two 13, nights this week, 13. and that was it. Yeah, it's not something you really want to make a commitment to just for one night. I mean, it's fun running these extra events, but you don't, you know, you don't want to spend too much time, especially mid-season. Number ten on your programs, the Bandits from Farmingville. Whether it's the the town of Brookhaven, the town of Islip, the town of Babylon, you're only running it in one drill a year. So how much time are you really going to put into it? And you know, you you want to concentrate on the big eight that we all know about. And again, there's the the injury factor. You don't want to be playing around with some of these races with new guys doing new things and possibly hurt somebody, especially early in the year. Yeah, dummy ladder especially. Dummy ladder is nasty. It's a nasty event. It's uh, different. It's hard on the spikers, really hard on the spikers because, you know, when you use a C-truck, you're coming in. It's a, it's a B-ladder drop with the C-truck. You're coming in really hard, and uh, you can get hurt quick. And, and then especially, you know, I mean, you're dropping, uh, what is it, a 125-pound dummy on, you know, on usually it's one of your guys from the ladder team that you're dropping on. And, uh, Not going to lie, I hate that contest. Yeah. I'm unfortunate enough to run the bring back on the dummy, and it is the biggest crunch you'll ever do when you hit the ground with that dummy. And all that being said, I, I did the same thing uh, one year, Kevin. It wasn't pretty. I, I got about a foot short of the line, but it's something the crowd loves. The crowd loves to see it, and they can equate it to um, firefighting and rescuing people and everything else. I agree. I think it's a great event to watch, to run. Not so much. Farmville coming down. Farmville's going for it here. Sure are. Oh, Good first target. 9.43 on the first water. Got a first place run going here. Great changeover. Oh, they're in the 21s, guys. Farmingville continuing to pour it on. Time for Farmingville. 2 1. Point five, eight. 21 58. Eddie Stewart, senior, pulling out with authority, enjoying the night. Go hard or go home. They're, they're tearing it up tonight. I'm going to give them credit. So it looks like Farmville is going to take first here with Miller Place second, Riverhead third, and Selden fourth. Cutchogs no time. Uh, does not qualify for points. Where's the next event coming up here? Gonna go efficiency next. Efficiency. Actually, they probably should go efficiency replacement next. But according to the scorecards, efficiency. What's the point total today, right now, Drew? Well, how much of a lead do they got? We're looking at a 16-point lead for Farmingville at this point. Would they, they need a, how many need? Do they need to wrap it up? Like, well, uh, you have five more contests to go. Okay, Jimmy. All right. 
probably could figure that out, but it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> I see you. It's easier for me to ask you from right here. <laughs> you have the score for me, yeah. So, oh, they need a few. They need a few to wrap yeah. it up. Well, Farmerville's got 34. Riverhead with 18. Selden is third with 15. Miller Place is fourth with 14. Cutthroat's got 13. And uh, Rocky Point and for each have four, which uh, is not a by no means a slight on those teams. They don't run motorized, so their uh, their tournament is really going to start up again. Move the equipment. Results of the motor hose replacement contest. First place. Five points, number 10, Farmingville. Second place, four points, number eight, Miller Place. Third place, three points, number one, Riverhead. Fourth place, two points, number seven, Selden. So so Farmingville won how many is that? Six out of seven contests? Uh, yes. Yeah, they're, they're on a tear tonight. Taking second in C ladder. You know, Paizo, you make that comment about Farmingville. We've seen this coming for the last year or two. They they got a sea truck now. I mean, they got the base of their team back together the last couple of years. We knew they were practicing at their track over at their firehouse. We know they come out here once in a while, but you could see Farmingville, uh, they were coming. They've been coming. That that, that sea truck's running phenomenal. I watch it and see who's, see ladder. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you, that, that, sea, that, that sea truck's running phenomenal. That sea truck's got a lot of movement to it. Comes in quick. Comes in and it lay it, it, it down over the cones. It's 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 set up beautifully. It's good, great truck. Taking them a little time, and as any team would with a new truck, Eddie Stewart Senior driving, and um, he's got some experience um, handling it. Not overzealous. He's handling it somewhat cautiously, but going for it. I mean, we see it in in the B contest too. They're going for it. They they have a comfortable lead here. They could lay back a little bit. They're not doing that. I saw Eddie Stewart Junior. Uh, downstairs a little while ago, and and we talked about it, uh, Drew, in Behos. He knew he barely got the nozzle on, and he knew he missed the target. I mean, yep. they, they still had a nice shot, but uh, it was killing him. And any nozzle man will tell you that. Even, you know, it doesn't matter how many points you get. If you don't put that first water on it, it's frustrating. And Eddie's very competitive. Eddie Jr., Eddie Sr., both of them, and the whole team. And um, Farmingville looking real good tonight. It's good, good to see Farmingville back with the seat truck after so many years. Farmville's got a nice crowd of uh, guys that raced over the years and some fans over here on the east side of the course. Looks like their cheese officers here representing them as well. So they are the story tonight, the Farmingville Bandits. They got, they got a pretty pretty good crowd tonight. Um, last year was, was better. I think. I mean, I came here last year. I think it was a little better, but it was uh, still a good crowd tonight. I think it actually thinned out just a little bit here on the west side. When we saw it off, it was a little bit more full. We got a little time in between contests. Uh, Kevin Paizo, both you guys were uh, out east at North Lindy's golf outing. Tell us your uh, reflections on that today. It was, it was a good nine holes. Oh, Nine? We Where'd had, you um, go? We had um, <laughs> um, Heavy Kevy had a late night with, uh, after practice, a uh, couple of the uh, young wolves 
hung out and had a, a little bit of a, I'd say a good, too much of a good time last night. And uh, Heavy Cavy missed a little tee off. I made the back nine. He made the, he did show Sub up. through the first nine. He's here right now. He showed up. Um, but we had a good time. His, his uncle comes from a country hogging fire department in Pennsylvania. He's waving to us right now. He, uh, he came from Pennsylvania to play in uh, North Lindy's golf outing, which is awesome. He wasn't Fortunately, too, I did not play with him. He wasn't too happy with it. He wasn't too happy with his nephew this morning when he didn't show up at the at the uh, at the uh, the Wolves Den this morning. So wait, wait, wait. So Kevy was stroking it late and stroking it often. Is that what you're saying? I I, I think the uh, the young Wolves were out till um, I would uh, have to say 4:30 in the morning. Unfortunately, the Wolves decided to go to uh, 40 ounces of freedom and a little bit of malt liquor. Come on, Kev, give us a Wolves howl. Come on, what do you uh, got? What do you got? Ooh. I was out a little too late last night. Yeah, so we, we, uh, uh, me and uh, me and uh, El Presidente Mike Welton and uh, Skinny AJ, we decided to go home early and be responsible to, to make sure we got at the files. So we were supposed to be at the files at 6.20 in the morning for North Lindy's golf outing. Heavy uh, was a no-show. We had to knock on his door, rail up his neighbors, and he still didn't get up. But uh, You up? Yeah. You up? Better late than never. Made the back nine. Had a good time. He did show up, and that's a rarity. At least he showed up, manned up. You paid the full boat, though, right, Kevin? Oh, you didn't course, just give him half the, the the fee. You gave him the full one. I don't. Right? I don't know about that. I don't know. I have to check that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check with Chris Connell on uh, Tuesday at practice. If nope. not, if not, we're gonna shake him down. Paid the full price. Made up for it in the bar. Yeah, we had we had a great a great bunch of guys. We had a great time. They put on as as usual. North Lindy put on a great show. Yeah, it was a good show out there. A lot of uh, drill teams representing out there. Uh, you know, I, I can only name some of them, but uh, you know, Bayshore, Lindenhurst, uh, Islip. Um, I saw the Teddy's Boys. I saw the Flukes, ah, uh, the Hornets. Uh, everywhere, all kinds Hornets. of teams out there. Highlanders. Yeah, good bunch of guys. Great, great bunch of CI was there. Oboes in force there. Yeah. The Bi- Billy Billy Falk, the talkster, was there from uh, Islip and Hempstead. North Lindy getting shown a lot of love at their outings, so it's always good to West see. Savo, let's CI. face it, all these all those teams where you know it's it's that fraternity. We all we all take care of each other. So yeah, officials right now are just uh, making sure the targets are set. Bobby Miller out there. The newer official. Next contest we run is the efficiency replacement contest. Yeah. State record is 2-1.34. And it is held by Rockville Center Woodlanders. Good. First team on the line will be number one in your programs. The Ironman from Riverhead. Yeah, it's interesting. The last two contests, Rockville Center Woodlanders as a uh, state record holder. I think the one before was Spencerport. So it's, it's nice to hear these. Some of these different teams um, holding these state records. Definitely a different name to hear from uh, your everyday top uh, big eight. And it comes down to practice, right, Kev? I mean, those teams run these races more. Yes, I mean. That's uh, simple. Like I said, the Wolves run it once a year, and it definitely shows that. All right, Riverhead. Almost like a hybrid efficiency run. Riverhead going through their call-off right now. We'll start off the efficiency replacement contest. Hopefully they stop the music soon. And here they come. 
Nice hit at the hydrant. Water in the hose. A little bit of a mess back by the hydrant. 338 open. I got to pull that out. Took Big a while. By the hydrant. Took a while to hit the first target. Here comes the second link down now. Nazaman was pretty far back, Drew. Probably taking a 40 foot shot there. There's a yeah. There's quite a loop back by the uh, Y right now. Well, no backup. Man. No backup. He's laying down. Some issues hooking up at the Y. And they've completed the run. 35-34 is what I'm hearing. Time for Riverhead. 3-5.34. 35-34. So now we're going to get some of our teams have uh, had to rest two programs, The Run Runners from Rocky Point. All right, so... So Drew, I know I know you've you know done your share of old fashioned as far as motorized. You guys from Islip to run this uh, race in the Islip town, I think, right? Yeah. What do you guys think about that first nozzle man after his initial hit, kinking back the hose, holding the water back till in his peripheral he sees that second nozzle man get a little water. I think that's a. That's a I know that's a big word for you, Paizo, peripheral, but. <laughs> I think I, it makes I, a big difference on the back pressure. I mean. You learn that on the juniors, you know, and uh, I have, before I even comment, I'm going to have to say I hate this event. We always <laughs> stink in this event. I think we won this event once in, like, the 21 years that I've raced. I think we won this event once, and there's, like, between six and ten teams in 21 years. I think we won it once, I think. Yeah, we, we never put a lot of emphasis on that. We, uh, we, we would try to keep the water in the hose for... To keep it in the hose so it would come out for the target quicker, but we never really mess around too much with putting that extra kink in. I, I think we should have Mike Welton try and run the second nozzle again like we had in years past. What do you guys think about that? Oof. Careful what you wish for. Mike Kevin, so, Kevin Mike, what do you think about kinking it off, though, and holding it back until that second nozzle length fills? I learned in my junior days you got to kink the hose. gives a little bit of back pressure so the second nozzle length has a, you know even a shot to hit it. And whoever hits it first definitely has to kick it, you know. To help the other guy out. I don't know. Our theory was, you know, you're going to get a, a decent shot in the first nozzle, but it's not a quite a full flow. The second guy's waiting for water. Here comes Rocky Point. Let's see how this old-fashioned team does it. Hydra-Man nice almost hit. cut Ooh. off the one shagger there. 348 on the stick. He hits the target. They're going to have something going here. Yep. Little problem hitting the target. He knows it. Little watch. He's not happy about that. 1098 on the first hit. Why it's coming in hot. Good hook Great changer. Yeah, they got a run going here. Both Nozzlemen standing up. That's another right. different look. I don't think it, I don't think they're going to be disappointed with that shot. Time for Rocky Point. Two five point six five twenty five sixty five. Been interested to see what that number would have been if he had a little bit better well, first I'm target. Five on your programs. The stump jumpers from Bedford. All right, let's discuss advantage, disadvantage to stand-up nozzle or being on the ground. What do you guys think? Uh, I think obviously the first target hit, you got to go stand up, almost like an efficiency shot. Second target hit, definitely got to go going down. I think you got to uh, be down. I, I agree with have there. Um, definitely, you know, your first run's got to be like an efficiency run. You hit the target like you're running efficiency. I mean, that's how we run it. You run efficiency with the target, and you know, to the one side, and 
after that, you get down and hit it like a B and C host. Yeah, plenty of time to set up. You have, I think you have more stability oh, when yeah, you're down. Definitely. And, you know, you're standing up. That, that back pressure and everything else can kick you. And um, just, just being down, I think you have more stability. So see what the rest of these teams do. Medford, it looks like they're running with a skeleton crew here. Well, it's good to see him out. They ran last week's old-fashioned tournament as well. Looks like they're getting the course now. No stick man on this run. All right, here comes Medford. A little delay of hitting Hydra right there. He ran with the, uh, I, I would say the Western style behind the back. Hydra hit. 1181 on the first target. S yeah, seven guys running the first run. Y comes in hot. Decent speed coming down the course for the second line. Decent changeover. Two more stand-up nozzlemen. Ooh, oh, off okay. the Y. Oh. Hydra Man seems to be punishing those coupling men right now. The run had a lot of promise in it, but didn't finish the way they wanted. Time for Medford. 44.58. 44.58. Number seven on your programs. The slow pokes from Selden. These town events, you know, we we've beaten the guys' heads that you got to finish the events because sometimes you, just like they ran the 44, you might score a point with that, and that could be the difference in uh, winning, you know, top five, top three. Always important to finish every run, no matter what tournament it is. You never know. Well, it's only a third right now, but if there's only, you know, five or six teams running, you're right. That might be the difference between a point here or there, and could mean something at the end of the day, or evening as we speak. All right, so Kev, I'll ask you first, and then we'll hit up Paizo. We were talking about our favorite events earlier. What's your favorite event, Kev? My favorite event right now or of all time? All time. What, what's your favorite event all to, time. to, to, I'm gonna to, to watch to, and or run? To run. My favorite event of all time to run. Sea ladder. Best ride. Spiking. Okay. How I've, about you, Paizo? I concur. Sea ladder. Okay. Sea ladder. It's uh, When you're running that event, it's uh, it's awesome. It's, uh, it's great. I'm so. uh, fortunate enough to spike and have thrown in uh, sea ladder and... Just standing over the ladder and just having that ride at that high rate of speed is, is nothing you compare it to. And throwing, just hanging off, and it's, it's like nothing matters for those last seven seconds, you know. Definitely a rush when you're hanging back there. It, it helps a little bit to have Billy Moon climbing the ladder, doesn't it, guys? Well, I, I, I mean, I spiked for Billy for a long time. I spiked for him for uh, 12, 12 years. And, um, yeah, honestly, is is you know... It's great to know that you have someone that's great. I actually had a heavy throw for me, too, one time at a, at a Hempstead drill. Um, I don't know if heavy could walk you through that event. I don't you know. I wouldn't say it was it was more of a throw. I did a, like a, uh, almost like a slip and slide in the patch. 
got off a little early and I was like, oh, didn't really have my feet under me. I think I actually tried getting back on the truck and Mike pulled out and there was heavy on his behind. That's right. I was like, like you know, I stepped up. We got a guy here on B ladder. So I stepped up, ran C ladder. Heavy spiked me and um, run my comeback tour. That's all. Here comes Selden now. No stick man again. Nice hit. Water on the hose. 354 open. That's a man can't hold on. Gets kicked back a little. It looks like the looks like Backham the man actually Backham stopped man. him. Backham was on the opposite side of the hose of which he ran. He jumped over the hose. And it looks like that that their first initial length was really long. Look, Look at how much extra, extra hose, hose they have. Yep. Yeah. Behind They're the gonna have a long. huge kink at the yeah, at the y, the y, right behind the Y. That's some trouble. Yeah. That's gonna be a problem. A Y man kicking it out. Oh, and they kinked the hose. Something we haven't seen tonight yet. Say that, like I said, the first line was a lot of extra hose. I don't know if that's what they normally do. 38.22, 38, 22. On the line of your number eight on your programs, the extinguishers from Miller Place. You know, just a little while ago, Paisa, you said uh, Kevin threw for you. I thought you meant you were climbing. Usually when a guy says someone threw I, for me, I was thinking they the were a climber, thing. and I was like, what? I, where was I that day? I want to see Paizo climb. Is no, no, you don't want to see that. Joe Hunter, our, uh, our spiker actually, the B-ladder, ended up breaking his wrist, went to the hospital, and uh, Paizo stepped up and ran C-ladder today, that day, when I was thrown for Joe Vitale, and uh, I kind of ruined his comeback tour. You were thinking the same way, Drew? Like, uh, how I, did you I was, miss Paizo climbing? I was climbing? wondering I mean, why this was not a big story. At that that goes down in the racing annals if he's uh, climbing. I mean, that's right next to Pauly climbing. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, the, in the town tournament when the when the throw. Oh my God! Of course, the, the the climber, the climber fell down and Pauly threw and got third place. It's a legendary. Story and he'll was, tell you about it every time you I've see heard, him. I've heard it a million I've times. I've seen him climb before, I believe, at uh, Labor Day. I've seen him climb. Yeah. There's nothing worse than showing up to the tournament and acting uh, like you're not going to win that race. I mean. let, let me. I, I apologize for saying that Heavy threw for me. <laughs> Heavy was throwing and I was spiking. That was our only run together. That's um, all right. It made for uh, for a good conversation. I'm embarrassed. It was a tough event. Hey, you want to be embarrassed? I threw for R.J. Roberts one time. R.J., shout out to you, bro, but you ain't no climber. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Miller Place coming down the course. Water in the hose. A little late on the stick, but this might work for them. Now, this is an event they run quite often. 10.74 in the first hit. It's doable. They know how to drag the hose back a little bit. Yeah. Give themselves some room. Second nozzle person course. dragging butt oh, a little bit. Noz nozzle woman. I said nozzle person. Two stand-up hits here. A definitely an wow. orthodox... Unorthodox uh, hit on the second nozzle. Yeah, that's, that's a decent shot there from Miller I think Place. that's a father-daughter combination, if I'm not mistaken. Time for Miller Place. 26.45. Easy. On the line of your number nine on your programs, the Panthers from Kachog. Chog, my boy's right here. There wasn't... Why well, wasn't racing for Islip? There's uh, only uh, one other team I'd race for. 
Thank you. Drew would concur with this. That's just because you'd be living in a beautiful area of Long Island. I, I, I thought you, you, may, you may be one day once you get married. I don't think that's. Ooh, I don't think that's ooh, easy with the M word there, buddy. <laughs> I don't think that's true because actually I've heard a story about three to four thousand times that heavy almost be almost moved to Cherry Street in West Sable. Yes. And I've heard this story three to four thousand times. Originally, yes, yes, yes. I was almost a Dutchman. It would have been interesting to hear that story about quarter to four this morning. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately enough, I was uh, I'm actually not born on Long Island. And when I, I moved to New York when I was 12, and my parents' original house that they were going to buy was right down the block from West Sable's fire department. And whatever happened, happened. We ended up not buying the house. And Man, heavy, heavy, why now, do you... Now I'm stuck you, with the Wolves. Why do, you, why do you race the Wolves? Who, who's your uh, lure into the Wolves? Tell them. Uh, Mr. Paizo, unfortunately. He picked me up as a free agent. <laughs> I got he got me as a free agent, and who's to be named later? <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of free agents. He saw the potential. Petro getting ready to run here. Water in the hose, a little slow on the hydrant. 4.59 open. Nice target. Oh, target. First drop on the target. Up on the seven. Going? Oh. Nazman almost walked off as if he uh, ran efficiency and he was done. No backup man. He might be. Ooh. Where's the second Nazman? Big problems going? on the Y here. Ooh, got a backup. Real big problems on the Y. First Nazman standing. I'm not second sure what the, the backup ground. guy's doing on the second line there. <laughs> little hose advancement. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that run, Drew. Is that a little Joe Boy hose in there, the There'll be a like lot that? of conversations after the drill about that. Time That's for cut off. 34.50. On the line to be number 10 on your programs, the Bandits from Farmingdale. That, that run almost looked like three different fire departments trying to merge together. <laughs> <laughs> was it? It pretty much was. Who do you... I know, uh, obviously. Well, Kutchug, but who else do you guys have running there? We merged with Manorville and Ridge. Manorville and Ridge. Now, Ridge never had a team before this, correct? There used to be an old-fashioned team a long time ago called the Ridge Ridge Runners. And Manorville, did they the, race? The Punk Hole Raiders. Yes, actually, I think I do remember them. Yeah, Manorville tried to get back together a couple of yeah, years yeah. ago, and uh, some of their guys made a real effort. And um, I guess they didn't have enough to field the whole team, but it's great to see them represented right now. And uh, of course, Again. especially the Panthers. Yeah, they, they relax, have my boys. <laughs> they're getting out there and they're doing their thing, and wouldn't want it any other way. That's I think uh, the best thing they could take from that shot, though, was that target hit. It was unbelievable. First hit was sweet. First drop of water on there. I think he was so happy he wanted to walk off the course with it. What? He almost went. I think he, he was. I think he was done with it right then. And he there. thought it was an efficiency yeah. shot. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I hit it. I'm done. Hopefully, he comes back and does the same thing in efficiency. What's the, What's the time to beat right now, Drew? Right now, a 25-65 by Rocky Points holding first place. 26-45 by Miller Place is second. Cutchogs 34-50 is third. Riverhead 35-34. Following that, with Farmville on the line, who's been dominating if you're yeah. just joining us. And they got a handful of ex-juniors out there, so they shouldn't know how to run this race. 34 points going into this A lot contest. of young guys here on this team. Here they come. 
The call-off is going now. Familiar side of Eddie Stewart Sr. Stick man running almost about 25 feet before he goes to the light. Oh, we have a miss on the hydrant. Not a bad recovery, though. I was thinking still, the same still thing. Still got to... If you... They're going to need a hell of a changeover. 12.69 on the first hit. Nice. Nice changeover. They got to hit it. Where's that now? Second Nozzleman going. Second Nozzleman with a good recovery nice after overrunning it. That's going to gonna okay. get some points for him. They're in the 27s, I think. Time for Farmingville. 27.67. 27-67. All right, so Rocky Point, after sitting out a couple contests, come out and take five points here in the uh, efficiency replacement contest. Again, that's, that's, that's a fun race to watch. I always like the Y contest. I don't know if it's from our juniors days, Paizo, I don't know, but it's, it's fun. It gets a lot of people involved, and again, I think the crowd likes it. You don't like it. You don't like it. I don't like it. What's that, Kev? You raced in the juniors? Yeah, I had a cup of coffee. <laughs> what about Paisa? Paisa, you raced on the juniors, right? I did. I raced one season with Isob, and I raced uh, one season with East Isob, actually. Move the equipment. Results of the efficiency replacement contest. First place, five points. Number two, Rocky Point. Second place, four points. Number eight. Miller Place. Third place, three points. Number 10, Farmingville. Fourth place, two points. Number nine, Kachov. Fifth place, one point. Number one, Riverhead. So Farmingville with a 19-point lead at this point. Actually, an 18-point lead. It's a good observation by Drew and... Heavy Kevy making other interesting observations here as we get a great view from the top of the arch, right, Kev? I mean, uh, this is the best place to watch a tournament. I unfortunately I don't I don't make it up here too often in tournaments, but you see everything. Well, it's like missing the first nine, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Better late than never. I I have to say, normal heavy would have not had a care in the world. Gave us calls, said, hey, sorry, I'm running late. I'll meet you there. Only 20, an hour and a half. 20 minutes later, he was there, hanging out, and coming so with us. Not only did I, I show up late, I showed up with a 40-ounce of Budweiser in my so hand. So he's become a mature, immature guy? What are you saying? He's, he's starting to get it? It's hit or miss. Some days you get heavy, some days you get Kevin. <laughs> oh, the alter ego sets in sometimes. <laughs> mature and wolves don't go together. Sorry. Only when Mike yells at us. Wow, you guys give him a lot of credit, boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah. Paizo talking about the uh, infamous Mike Welton. Always putting in time to the world, dedicated. Man with a lot of rings. And he's he's someone that, that really we, we really don't get on the radio uh, as much as we would like to. I'd love and, uh, for him to get on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Him, him I'm actually the, almost scared to see him on the radio. Who uh, knows what he, he'll come he's up with. We'll see if we can flag him down and get him up here. I don't know. I, he's in the crowd. The, the maybe you guys. County can, president, Mike Welton. Maybe you guys can get him to. Uh, he's, he's always shot away. There's I'm a handful go, of guys that do I'm shot go, away. 
I, I'm not going to lie, I usually tend to shy away after runs. I think I've uh, blown you off a couple times. Yeah, you know what? The heat of the moment, I get it. I mean, uh, anybody will tell you, um, you know, when I mean, it's a great uh, run, you're excited and all, and if you missed, I mean, people want to hear it, you know, from, from, from both sides, and... Uh, there's times people tell me no when I do the sideline stuff, but uh, that's something I always thought about with all my years racing. How fun would it be to listen to a driver or a climber after a good run or a bad run? Uh, I, I would think, I always thought the people here uh, watching the tournament would want to hear it, but now we have listeners at home, and I never imagined that. People listening on a radio or listening at home on the computer. But, I think it's um, great we're able to bring that, so that's It's that's great for cool. the sport. I know uh, the Wolves at any tournament, we have, we have the... Radio show on at all times, and we hear every event side by side, and you, with you guys, and you and learn from it too. And you, you you hear that teams are slide, and you hear that teams are, you know, you hear things that you hear on the radio. And uh, you know, I, I always try and communicate with Mike but when it, when it comes to driving. I always go out there and watch and say, Hey, Mike, this slide. We love to run in the middle. I mean, obviously, there's a rule now. The Mike the, Welton rule. The Mike Welton rule of uh, that you can't just, you know, if you post entry, you might end up two, three, four, or five. The Mike Wel- Welton rule. We always want to run in the middle. That's where Mike wants to run. That's where he feels comfortable. So, a comfortable driver makes a comfortable four guys in the back, and that's what you want. Because Mike Mike Welton, when he's comfortable, he's going to deliver the goods, and, and that's what we all feel in the back. A lot of stuff we say is just filler, and and and, and again, we you know joke with each other or make comments. We're not always right about everything, but to me, in 2010 at the State Drill Upstate, I, I got a chance to interview a lot of sea truck drivers right after sea ladder and i thought that was just so interesting to get a guy that just parked the truck waiting to hear his team's time listening to it and then interviewing the guy right away i just thought that was so exciting and uh he he could tell you that driver could tell you i put him in the right spot i missed my mark a little or you know again i missed my mark a little and my ladder team made up for it but i just i don't know i like to hear from those guys right as they just did something so we try and bring that out there, and uh, hopefully people enjoy the it. The next contest well, I think we run different and it, I think it's great for the sport. It keeps people State interested. State record is 8.490. And it is held by Central Iceland. First team online to be number one in your programs, the Ironman from Riverhead. Drew, you got that? You got that record, Drew? Uh, 8.490. Yes, wow. I do. Monster shot. We're, we're timing to the thousands. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're, he- we're heading there someday, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, Riverhead's going to kick off efficiency here. Riverhead has 19 points uh, as they start this contest. We do have four contests to go, starting with this efficiency contest. Riverhead currently holding second by one point over Miller Place, who's holding third. Pretty simple math, right, Kevin? This could be locked up to one by one. After this event, they can lock it up. Farmerville could ice it right here. That's a good dig, Drew. I heard you call me, Kevin. <laughs> He doesn't like to be called Kevin. Yes. Oh, heavy! You know what? Heavy's out tonight. I gotta tell you, I was not aware of that. Great hit at the hydrant. Ooh, oh, slapping him down. Hose at the hydrant. He might come, come up, up short, short. the nozzle. Slash Wolfman. Sorry. All right. Eleven ten. See a lot of new faces there in the Ironman. Time for Riverhead. One one point one zero. Eleven ten. Have what'd you see back there at the hydro? Why was there that big loop? Point had a little chip up there in the hose and uh, just didn't get it out. Huge loop and uh, uh, Drew, you could see it at the nozzle, right? Those guys came up a little short. Yeah, I could tell that he was pulling the last uh, about 15 feet. 
Do a little side-by-side, side side, and then a little low and a little high before you hit the target. My, my favorite moment of uh, probably racing happened at this track in efficiency. Uh, 2003 drill, state drill here. We, uh, we locked up in efficiency, and uh, probably my favorite moment of racing was at this track during this event right Great here. Great song here. What, uh, what kind of shot did you put up, Paizo? We put up uh, 881. We, uh, we, we were on fire all day. Um, and we, we came in and, and smoked it, smoked it, efficiently locked it up. I mean, we had to wait for uh, a couple teams to run before we uh, before we locked it up. But uh, it, it was it was. Uh, you throw an 8-8 down there, man. You deserved it. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable because that was a, that was the best run of the year, you know. And uh, we just were really really on fire all, all for two weeks, two weeks two weeks straight. We were on fire, that, you know. Coming into that state. Islip's victories, to my knowledge, they've been they've been like that. Whether it was motor pump the the other year upstate or whatever, you guys have dropped heavy numbers when you had to. Here comes Rocky Point, nine points on the day, coming off a win Ooh, in Thunder there at the hydrant. Man. That kid hit on the hydrant. Three fifty one. He came a little bit of a loop. Target. Nice, oh, boy. nice hit. Nice run by Rocky Point. That's a solid nine right there. Look like he come out a little ca uh, hev hey, at the hydrant there. Hey, nine point nine one. A little different approach nine, there. He went wide and came straight on with it. Did he? Did he maybe? Be number five in the programs. The stump jumpers from Medford. Never running back there. Did he? Did he maybe cost himself a little time? Look like he he started tight and then he came out a little wide and then came back in. Did it, does he cost himself a half a step there? Maybe a tenth or two? He might lose a tenth or two. It might come down to comfortability. I mean, uh, I know, I. Personally, running uh, B and C hose hydrant, do not like running efficiency. It's different. It doesn't feel right to me. But uh, it really comes down to what you feel is right. And when you feel you're running right, that's when you're going to run the fastest. Because if you're uncomfortable, it's just not going to happen. Uh, a big a big thing in this event is getting the hose down. If you if you guys stay holding the hose up, it's, it's friction. And uh, getting the hose down... Get it out, get it down, put it put it on the ground. Let's see what goes on here. Here comes Medford. See how they're holding the hose up? Friction. Hose? Total friction right there. Get it it's down. Kind of, they're looking long. Listen, they got a lot of hose. You got to get the hose down. Actually had a loop down. after the first coupling, between the first coupling and the nozzle. Now, they ran a little different. They ran with a top slot manual with no stick. Time for Medford. 1-2.06. Probably cost a little in the long run. On the line to be number seven on your programs, the slow pokes from Selden. 440 on the stick. Again, we, we made a few comments there. I thought they had a little extra hose. Almost pretty good discipline by the nozzle man. The next Saturday at this track, Selden will be hosting the annual Invitational. It'll start at 4 p.m. next Saturday right here at the Brookhaven Town Fireman's Memorial Park. Also, at this time, we'd like to thank both the Selden Fire Department and the Farmingville Fire Department for supplying their ambulances for standby tonight. Don't forget, we all know that ambulances are going day and night, day and night, and they took the time out to come over and help us out here. We thank them very much. Oh, that 4 o'clock start next week. I don't know how I really feel about it. I mean, uh, it's hit or miss. A lot of guys aren't a fan, but... That's a long wait, man. When I was racing, I wanted to get out there and get busy. Yeah. Now you're talking... What do you do? Hanging around what do you the do house? before yeah. that? Don't cut the lawn... What do you do? 
I guess for the older people, it makes sense. I mean, you can do some stuff during the day. Me being younger, I just want to go and race and then hang out the rest of the day. What are you going to do? Have you going to go to the gym before? Yeah, like every other tournament. And then uh, I just crush on Bud Lights afterwards. Like a, lot, a lot of graduation parties going on that day. I, I might be a little late to that drill. Right, we are, we invited? are we invited? Are we invited? the wolves? Uh, my daughter's is the next day, but I'm not telling you where. We'll be there. That's we'll all come. I got to do is have Thanks the wolves the crash a party. Oh Thank you. God. The newer <laughs> wolves, I don't think he won around. No. Oh, nice hit at the hydrant. Let me sit on the hydrant. Go. 348. Oh, look at a big loop. Nice hit. Oh. Nice hit. I thought he pulled up a little early, though. I think he could have stretched it out a little bit more there, Paizo, and got a little closer to the line, but hell of a hit. That's going to be in the nines. Stop short, hit the target. Got the Time away. for Sheldon. 10 I had him a little better. That oh, should be second. Right on your programs. The extinguishes the Miller Place. So when you guys ran in uh, St. James, would how would you guys run with the... you guys have the guys hold the hose up or you guys put the hose down? Well, we, we would uh, do our best to get it out and then put it down. Exactly. Once you had it straight, put it down. Put it down. Exactly um, how we do it. You, you hear, uh, as we run tournament every every week you'll hear us you'll hear mike screaming from the sidelines get it down get it down get it down get it down straight in your hand drop it don't you hold got it. water you got water there's only so much you can do with it once it's straight there's not much else you can do with but, it but so. hold i think holding up is just is just friction and i, I don't we used to think it. that would almost cause a whip to the next guy and that could you know translate to, to down the hose and maybe uh, affect the nozzle man and the backup man so i, I agree uh once you got it straight, put it down and leave put it alone. Put it down. Oh, some middle places coming on the line now. Now, talking to you guys, did you guys ever try to nozzle man in the middle? That's something that was uh, no. tried in the in the mid-'80s by Patchogue. was the first team we saw. We, we played around with it. Um, it was interesting. Hell of a job for the second coupling man to get that out because it spun him the other way. But uh, I think I think that uh, CI set the standard for efficiency that – kind of have to model yourselves after the way they ran for how many yeah. years of hard being, to beat that system right, right. Stay why, not, why not run why not run what they did you know little place looks like he's sticking himself on the hydrant yeah, he's got water in the hose 365 open broccoli oh. rob coming down setting up nice run nice hit. found the flap that might right. be this time i'm right sure there. that's a nine i'm sure this time <laughs> i'm thinking that's a first place shot right there time for middle place 9.76976. What, what do you guys think? Who do you who do you like better, Ralph or Paul? The Panthers from Kaito. Oh, uh, interesting. Or Phil, or Phil. Uh, I, I Sorry, can't, I, I, I can't speak on Phil because I was not there when Phil was announced. You didn't miss much. Yeah. I have to tell you, you know, Rouse is a legend. Great. I always want him to announce. If there's a tournament, I want him to be announcing, especially, if you, especially if you win. Spe nothing better than to come down running a monster shot and hear that time screamed above uh, Paul, but Paul, everyone. But Paulie was good. Paulie was good, entertaining, of course. Paulie's entertaining and everything that uh, whenever he has a microphone in his hand, he's entertaining. Phil was um, – we'll have you could elaborate on that. I'm going to let have you elaborate on that one. I was fortunate enough to miss that one because I was back to camp. <laughs> Getting ready for hoses. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Safeway, and I'm gonna say they're all pretty good, but I'll take Thomas P. Baroderick for all you old timers. 
Tommy Braddock happened to be a St. James man, but uh, a hell of an announcer in his day. Here we go, St. James. Hey, come on. I'll take Monk any day of the week, though. I mean, oh, there's nothing well, like hearing that that scream. That's because we know we're at a state drill, right, guys? You know, us yeah, Long Island teams. You hear Monk, you know you're at a state drill. Especially when you hit. Especially when you hit. All right, here comes Kutchug. Water down the track. Water on the hose. hose 403 like open. Right. He's got to hit it. If he hits the target like he didn't replace it. Little wash. Good little rush. He's going to be in the they, tens. They shouldn't be disappointed. Like, yeah, I think he would have liked to have that uh, replacement target on that. 10.64. Is that Joe Boy Hose in the middle right, there, Joe? Time your programs. Uh, nice and blue leverage on that. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Joe Boy Hose or uh, St. James Hose. Ooh, you never know wait. where Cutro's Hose comes from. Nice blue hose. I'm sure it's the good stuff. I think any blue hose might have made it over to that maroon and white team on the South Shore. So, Yeah, I think so, too. I recently acquired some hose um, from from an old fire truck from Fair Harbor. I actually uh, I ran into the hose, ran into the fire truck, sorry, ran into the fire truck, and without a hesitation, I seen two and a half inch hose on this fire truck, and I pulled it off. Ended up being two lengths of uh, Sables old hose from... Uh, Four of 91 and an FDNY hose. It's exciting when you find that, right? Very exciting, but it didn't pan out. All right, so that means it was too tight. You don't want to talk about it, but they might run it in the state. That's what that means, <laughs> <laughs> Too loose, too loose. As long as we have the right muscles there to turn the knob. <laughs> they don't test the hose test. They can run whatever you want. Getting back to the drill here. Farmerville's got a shot to ice the tournament here. We looked at Nozzle in here. He's out wide on the track. You mean the Hydraman? Hydraman, yes. Sorry. Yeah, they're pretty close. Whoa. Whoa. And he went wider. Oh, nice hit by Justin. Nice oh, run. Nice great hit. Oh, we should be very happy with that. That's I had nice a play. 331 open. That's a low nine, boys. They just diced it right there. Time for Farmingville. Nine point. That's a great shot. That's a way to put the period at the end of the sentence. That's a great shot on this track. A lot of people cheering for the Bandits. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them are their fans, but a lot of them just like to see a good show, and that was a good show right there. It's a way to lock up a tournament right there. Move equipment. Results of the efficiency contest. First place, five points. Number 10, Farmingville. Second place, four points. Number eight, Miller Place. Third place, three points. Number two, Rocky Point. Fourth place, two points. Number seven, Selden. And fifth place, one point. Number nine, Kutchog. So that ices the victory here with three contests to go. A 23-point lead for the Farmingville Bandits. They have 42 points. I'm sorry, 20-point lead. As Miller places leapfrogged into second place. They have, again, Farmingville 42, Miller place 22, Riverhead 19, 
Selden 17 and Cutshawk 16. Rocky Pointsman coming on strong. They're up to 12. And Medford has four as we're going to go into the 2-1 contest. I'm trying to get Mike Welton to come up. He's No, he's not playing the game tonight. Mike, Mike Welton denied us. He's too blonde. He said, ha, ah, maybe next week. Two and a one, have you know this event? Unfortunately, I have actually never ran this event. I did once. All right, uh, guys. I didn't mean to cut you off. We were talking about our favorite announcers, and we have one of everybody's favorites here, Bill Rouse. Bill, I want to ask you, uh, some of the guys on the radio talking before about their favorite announcers of all time. You've been around this sport a while. Name some of your favorites. I think the two that I looked up to the most and enjoyed the most were probably Jack Briscoe and Tom Broderick. Uh, both of them, I, you know, they kept the interest of the people and uh, were very good at it, as far as I could see, and that's why I tried to emulate uh, as best I could. I think most people here would uh, agree you're in the same class as them. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he laughs. He's definitely one of my favorites. Hey, uh, I had a question actually for Bill. I, I, sorry, I was doing. Did he uh, model himself after anyone, or did he make up his own thing? He, he just he just said he two of those guys he modeled himself after. So uh, I'm sorry, I, I was I yeah. was, I was, I was uh, off the yep. air. No, he uh, he did just let us know that Paizo. So um, again, it's it's one of those things. And you know what? We we talked about Paul doing a pretty good job a couple of weeks ago there in Lindenhurst, and I think Paul, after listening to all of these guys, kind of modeled himself. And you know, we all know Paul, like you said, could be very entertaining. Uh, I think that comes with being a school teacher too. And you got to get up and uh, keep the kids interested and all. And Paulie, we appreciate all your work, but uh, he's he's been influenced over the years as well. So and we appreciate all our announcers, all our officials, as we see Pete working hard here and trying to get everything going. You got Mumpus down there by the hydrant. I got to tell you, Lenny, I don't think Pete's up? getting enough credit for what he's been doing tonight. Oh, he's been he's running around, around like around. You know, we got to get out of his way. Maybe we should play some commercials, Fred, and let these officials do what they got to do with the wires. And uh, we will be right back here from the top of the arch and ridge. Can't wait to hear the fatty zone. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515. 
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years' experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to Trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility, is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com 
or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. All right, folks, we are live again from the top of the arch here at the Ridge uh, Racing Facility, the town of Brookhaven Park uh, here in beautiful Ridge, New York. We are back live to bringing you the, uh, the drill here, the town of Brookhaven Championship. Uh, just wanted to give a uh, shout-out to my beautiful wife, Sandy, and say hello, and thank you for putting up with... Uh, all my time that I put in here. Drew, we were just talking. Uh, Drew McCaffrey joining me. Anthony Paizo joining me from the Ice Up Wolves. Heavy Kevy joining me from the Ice Up Wolves. But, Drew, I was uh, just listening to some music that our uh, DJ is playing for everyone. And it, it brought a memory to me, but I'll let you bring it up. We just heard some really good music. Who are you thinking of? Oh, I was thinking this of Anacella Savers, the State Parade. That song, oh, Hey oh, Baby, Kevin, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was waiting for that in Sweet Caroline and uh, a couple of people dancing on coolers and great band spilling beer all over each other. Not a state tournament without the Cellar Savers. Absolutely. Yep, but so I feel the same way about the Wildcats, too. So, well, uh, Savannah Cellar Savers, everybody uh, appreciates everything you folks do for us. And, uh, Paizo, we, we got another guest up here, don't we? Yeah, we got one of the, um, one of the members of the 
Hang on, Paisa. We got to give you a little sound. All right, you're with us now. We got uh, one of the members of the rules committee up here, uh, Jay Skibo from East Iceland. He's up here just observing. And he is gone. And apparently he has to observe something somewhere immediately as he's left us off the arch. So Paizo tries to do a man-on-the-spot interview. Welcome to my nightmare, Paizo. You don't get them all, brother. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, I see you walk up to me after a run. I'm, I'm trying to look the other way. No disrespect. I mean, don't like being put on the spot. One quick question. Jay, Jay doesn't have to answer. You can answer from a distance. How do you think the drill's going so far, Jay? Jay, Jay says it's going so Next contest we run is the... Jay said it's going fine. Contest. He's up here, but... Stay record is 7.82, and it's held by the... I know I can speak for Jay that this is probably Question his favorite line, contest. Number one in your programs, the Ironman from Riverhead. Two in the one is something I've actually never ran before. We, we, we have a long-standing deal that if they ever run it, i got to come up and uh, maybe show them a couple pointers or two. I, I actually ran this event one time in my life. It's like the old-fashioned motor pump. Their version. Yeah, I guess so. uh, Riverhead getting ready to go through the call off now by Bill Kelly. Long oh, Bill Kelly? Either. Not the Bill Kelly we know. Probably not the Bill Kelly you know. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Two hydrogen in this event. I like it. Well, they got water on the hose. Uh, it looks like they uh, lost a connection uh, on the Y. Blew off the, uh, the Y. Coming back and hooking it up. So much has to happen in this contest. Too much, in my opinion. It's definitely a different event. I, I, I can only recall running this event one time in my life. Uh, we, we decided to run in the old-fashioned uh, state at uh, Isop Terrace. Time for Riverhead. 23.50. 23.50. I didn't, I've actually never ran this event once because the Rum Runners from Rocky. The Wolves decided to run the Old Fashioned State Tournament and I decided to see a scholar and went away to college. Nerd. Oh, trust me, I was not a nerd and <laughs> I came back after that one year. But AJ, my great call Hall of Famer, did run my, 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 the job I would and I think he actually, almost. I actually. I don't want to. I don't want to blow up his spot, but pretty much blew the tournament for us. Don't hold back, Heavy. T tell us what you really think. I mean. So Tony, how many times have you run this contest? <laughs> he pretty much did the Morris code on the Y. I mean, think to think to think. I mean, come on, bro. I I only ran this event once. <laughs> <laughs> I I would put it all on AJ. We didn't practice for the tournament. And that was I, the deal when we ran. It was, if we're going to run the old-fashioned state, there's no practice. We go in there and we just run as if we are the Wolves. And All right, so you folks listening at home, we definitely have a heavy islip influence here. Drew, we're learning a lot about this drill team, aren't we? Absolutely. It's a love-hate relationship with the Wolves. town of islip taking over the town of Brookhaven Drillia. <laughs> we're going uh, to have to keep this going, man. We can get some secrets out we, of them. We, we always like to hear uh, new stories and new perspectives, and we're kidding around with you guys, obviously. It's great to hear your opinions and, and your experiences. But uh, it's interesting. Uh, Paizo, a little while ago, tried to interview Jay Skidmore, and Jay, a very well-respected uh, longtime racer uh, and, and a member of the Rules Committee and just a, a, an overall great guy for racing. And you find out not everybody wants to talk on the radio, Paizo, even though we respect them and you give them the opportunity some guys will, some guys won't, and uh, again, you ask them out of respect, which is great, but 
Some guys just uh, don't want to chat it up with us. Jay's, Jay's the typical we try and bring everybody everything, but we don't always get it. Jay's your typical quiet guy, even in practice. I mean, we practice with the guzzlers, he's quiet. But you, I, ca you catch him on a Sunday at Fatty's, though. Whew. Especially I, when the Giants I, are playing. Oh, his eyes just lit up on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Careful, Kev. Uh, Hev. I didn't realize you don't like being called Kev. I never knew that. It's heavy. He turns into Jay Blah. All right, Rocky Point's got the course. Yeah. And here they come. Got water in the hose. That looked like a pretty Why good hookup, fellas. Good wow. run going here. A lot of water coming. Looks like maybe they have a cross or something. Yeah, on the, a lot uh, of coupling on the Y. A lot of kickback there. I agree. Those guys almost look like they knew Time what they were Rocky doing there. Point. One zero point six five. 10.65. Like they lost some time in the hit. On the line to be number five on your programs, the Stump Jumpers from Medford. Uh, again, for me, and, and and going back to like we were saying about stories, is uh, is practicing where to get guys like Jay Skidmore is. You get to pick his brain, and he the guy the guy knows the sport in and out, and he uh, and when you're not sure about something about a rule or something like that, you turn to him, and having him at practice is such a benefit to have a guy like that there in and out every day, and that's the advantage. Like you know, it's advantage having your own track, but it's also advantage for us to have Isop Town track, and we have, you know, us, you know, North Lindy, East Islip. It's definitely great to pick their brains, and uh, I guess it's better than picking their noses, right? <laughs> yeah, but but again, it's it's a big help, and and for these other teams that you know, when you get to practice with a good team, it, you know, if you're listening, man, lean on these guys. That's how you learn. That's no how you way get, to get better. I think it's a great concept, and and for the old timers out there, I don't think teams as many teams used to practice together as much. A lot of teams had their own tracks, and we've seen that disappear over the years. Having your own practice track, so. Nowadays, a lot of uh, combined teams running on combined nights, so they do learn from each other. It's also great to have the, the camaraderie with the teams, and, you know, after the tournament, it's not like, you know. Well, we see how much friends. Jake cares about Paizo. He wouldn't even talk to him, so. That makes two of us. Medford coming down the course. Looks like they got problems on the back hydrant. A little twist on the nozzle end as Looks well. Like yeah, it's probably going to spin Looks on like him. off practice. God forbid. Heavy hits the target. 25 percenter. Right. Target, target or hydrant? Up. Target. Time for Medford. 19.98. 1998. On the line to be number seven on your programs, the slow pokes from Selden. So Rockville Center holds the record in this race at 7.82, and uh, no disrespect to them, but I, I can't see practice in this race enough to want to even hold the state record. To me, this is the silliest event run in the racing uh, circuit. Uh, yeah. I can't disagree with you more, Lenny. That's why we're here. <laughs> silliest. I say we bring back equipment. This, this, make it, make oh, it that. interesting. It, it looks like it's... There's a lot going there's a on. Lot in this going on yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I was gonna say there's a lot going on. It doesn't look it's the hardest event, but there's a lot going on. I guess if that, from that concept, yeah, a lot going on in under eight seconds if you're doing it right. But wow, a lot of threads being hit there. You, 
you know, we talk about the different connections here in this contest, but what, what we're also not seeing is the potential for kinks. And that uh, that's where you can benefit in this contest the most is paying attention to that. You're talking specifically around the Y, I guess, Drew? On uh, and even on the backside of the hydrant. So, so basically you're hitting two sides. I mean... Someone run run this event through for me, cause I honestly I'm not. Go ahead, and, Drew. You got the most experience. So, yeah, here. I can't even I can't even do it. I'll be honest with you. So when you're running the hydrants, you actually uh, you actually have somebody kind of between two lines coming in. Uh, you hit the back side of the hydrant, like the pump side of the hydrant, as well as the the traditional front side. And the hose loops around, and as you're at the line, you actually have three people or three connections onto a Y. Here comes Seldon, I believe. Yeah, here we go. See, it looked like they were... Oh, oh into the right. stand. Well, he did hit the target. Kind of soaked now the crowd and down. fell over. Big pressure. So, Drew, just to follow up, you have two hydro lengths feeding a Y, nine then going down seven. to one nozzle length. Correct. Nine point nine one. Nine ninety one. Online to be number so, eight on your programs. The extinguishers from Miller Place. Not only do you need those three connections to hit, you got to make sure that hose doesn't tangle. There, there, there is the the chance that if that Y gets flipped in the transition coming down the course, you can actually cross the lines, which uh, in turn could either back off some of those couplings, or or just create a big mess with kinks that that's nearly impossible to uh, to pull out. All right, now I was never a pumps and hydraulics guy. But if you have two lines feeding a Y, which come down to one, one hose, one nozzle man, is there more pressure for the nozzle man to handle as opposed to a regular efficiency I shot? I don't think. Or is that possible? I don't, I don't think it's possible. any more pressure, and it's uh, actually more turbulent. Is it? All right. Well, we just saw the the nozzle man from uh, Selden get tossed around a little bit after a nice hit on the target. But I'm just wondering if one had anything to do with the other. It, it all comes down to how those Ys are built, and everybody has different theories on the flow of the two lines coming into the one. And if the, that flow isn't uh, isn't smooth, you can actually create some turbulence and air in the in the nozzle line. I'm lost in this one. This is not my it, event. I know nothing about this, so. Drew is uh, is uh, I guess back turns is a, is a is a big thing, right? It, when you when you hook into the Y, absolutely, right? and you don't want to overdo it. Right. You don't want to. So I'll give it an just extra. Wa just watch it from here. Half. It looks like if you if you put too many back turns in, it's it could spin off or it could just spin everything around altogether, which goes back to that whole Y flipping over and crossing the lines. I don't know. Something about crossing hoses and all. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard about this one time at Panther Camp. <laughs> no, no, never mind. It's a family show. I went to Panther Camp once. Oh, heavy with the pickle camp. <laughs> Middle place coming down. Ooh. Oh, oh, they oh. Get yanked at the line. Oh, the Y guys didn't get it hooked up quick enough. Somebody actually person, fell down there. Person, person. She is not happy. All right, they're waiting until they're set up here now. And they're going to complete the contest, which is the smart way of doing it. At the center of this event is a piece of equipment that I think sums up the whole contest. Why? Time for middle Why place. Why not? 17.57. 17.57. On the line to be number nine on your programs, the Panthers from Cacho. So, Drew, the, the record's in the sevens. When you guys were in your prime running old-fashioned and, and, and these combo contests, where were you guys consistently? Were you running sevens, eights? No. Where were you? Our team record's 824. 
and we always it, it's just like efficiency depends on the track you're running at and we always try to to break that 850 mark and how to get it underneath that Go the, the target is so huge in this which I, I mean that sounds like a no-brainer but it's it's a different nozzle than like an efficiency run. I, I have a question for a guy that's been around racing and I know he doesn't want to be on the air I'm gonna F, ask him off the air real quick Jay Skidmore from Ezus has been running for 35 years, and he's never ran this event. So, uh, yeah, but he ran on the juniors for about 15 years. I mean, the guy had a full beard oh. and all at 14. I mean. Oh, so Jay's been around this sport for about 62 years, and he's—I <laughs> guess you—did did they run this in juniors? No, they didn't run the juniors either. Kids be flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so Jay in in 68 years of racing, Jay still ran this event. <laughs> Cutro is coming to the line now. Still putting the adapters on. The other interesting thing is you actually have to have two adapters that you're able to hit on. The, the, I mean, Paizo, you like to say the one time or the two times I ran this or whatever. Well, we ran this a few times here at this town of Brookhaven, and I was never happy. I was one of the guys hooking up to the Y. I just used to like to snap my coupling and throw my hands in the air and get the hell out of the way. One time. Let one, him go. One time. And I'll, and I'll explain. I'll elaborate after this one. One time run. for the kid. One time. We, we ran this event one time. We lost two state tournaments by one point in the same year. I don't like this event. Control is getting set here. Like to say, it All sucks right. to suck. Drew, Drew keeps <laughs> defending the race. Let's see what his old team can do right here. I know. They put a lot of pressure on me. Here. Yeah, they better do something. Drew has coached them thoroughly for this event. So Coach Heavy gets out there. See those guys lift their arms, Paisa? They poke up and they just oh, lift their arms. The hose, so all gonna come out of the target. Looks good. Oh. Yeah. oh, Drew looking real good now in his. Uh, Edge of that run, we're all going to legends. Oh. His observations about them Panthers. Time for Kachor. Great time. Eight point seven five. 875. A little work there. I see them beating that team record. On the line to be number 10 on your programs. Yeah. You can't get me drunk enough to tell you the secret. <laughs> so our own Drew McCaffrey letting us know somewhere in the mid-8s is a solid time. And basically what his team did, 8-7. Absolutely. going to put him in first place. Proud of the guys. They ran everything the way it needed to be ran. I'm sure some of the teams that had some video on that will realize some of the tricks in there. I'm very happy with that run. I think they're going to be happy. I'm happy with it. Heavy and Drew, the uh, Panther alumni, are really happy. When heavy, soon, when soon, it, to be, soon to be alumni. With those hydrant hits there, Heavy, I'm not so sure there's any room for you right now. Definitely not for me. <laughs> Jesus. 25% club. Put, <laughs> put One it. for four. Somebody's got to put the adapter on him. <laughs> That's AJ. All right, so that being said, uh, we're losing sight of, of this drill. Here come uh, the Farmingville Bandits. We've uh, already iced the drill, but uh, yep. probably want to end strong. 42 points with three races to go. Fat Lady's definitely warming up. And they, uh, as we've said earlier, they have a good mix of experienced guys, young guys off the juniors. So they know how to run these extra, these extra old-fashioned contests. They've got a lot of legs on this team. It'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, they... they I tell you, the kid Justin on that team, the kid's hungry. He's at every oh, other, yeah. he's at other teams' practices, watching, learning, 
He wants a win. Look at those guys huddling over the guy with the Y, right? They are ready to rock and roll. Look at the official right on their backs. Drew looks nervous. Officially. <laughs> I'm nervous for my guys. They, they could they could take this. It would be nice. They've done a lot of hard work. They deserve a shot at it. But Farmville's a good team. You never know what they're going to do here. A little slow water in the hose. A lot of kinks there at the Y. And he's a little short on the nozzle. 50-foot shot at the target. Decent hit. I don't know if it's going to be enough for first. No, I don't think so. Time for Farmingville. 9.84. Go Panthers. That's why Drew likes this race. I, I feel like uh, I got my money where my mouth was on that shot tonight. You backed up your talk, <laughs> no doubt about it. Two and the one. That's their turn. That's their run. I see myself wearing maybe a little black and red one day. Oh. I gotta give the Cutro guys credit so. for they're happy, but they look determined to get ready for the next contest. That's why I always like seeing. Hey, that's not so much of a stretch, right? Going from being a wolf to a to a panther. That's you got four legs. Not that crazy. How hard can it be? Move the equipment. He does it. No Results big deal. We'll, we'll bring someone back right in. Contest. First place, five points. There's a lot of free agents out there this season. Well, Paizo, you always said he Second was a... Place, no, never mind. Four points. <laughs> number 10, Farmingville. God forbid. Every, Third place, three points. Number seven, Wine Country. Fourth place, two points. Number two, Rocky Point. Fifth place, one point. Number eight, Miller Place. So there you go. Bill Rouse gave you the rundown on that last race. We only got a, a couple left. We got two to go here. We got uh, Riverhead with 19, Rocky Point 14, Medford 4. Selden with 20, Miller Place with 23, Cutrow 21, and Farmingville with their uh, commanding lead of 46. So we're actually uh, shaping up for a little bit of a showdown for the uh, the 2 through 5 spot. 23, 21, 20, and 19. That can get tossed around a little bit here with two contests to go. We switch over. The target's going to stay in the same spot, but we go to motor pump. They'll take off the front gate of the hydrant at this time. You see the Medford Stump Jumpers are out there starting to prepare the equipment for the Buckets Contest as well with the trough and ladder. All right, Drew, I think you set the scene. We're going to do uh, some more commercials one more time, and we'll be right back from the top of the arch. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 631- 661-7515. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners, you already...
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years' experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to Trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. Nation. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility, is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhypark.com or 
Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products, induced rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777. 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident. The proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. All right, we're back here at Ridge. One quick rundown on the points, and then we'll uh, get into the motor pump contest. At this point, we have a, uh, a runaway drill right now for the Farmingville Bandits, 46 points. After that, it's a little bit tighter. We're looking at the Miller Place Extinguishers with 23. We're looking at the Cutchoke Panthers now with 21. Go Panthers. Selden Slowpokes with 20. Riverhead Ironman with 19. And then uh, not too far behind are the Rocky Point Rum Runners with 14. And the Medford Stump Jumpers with 4. Again, we join you from the top of the arch. Lenny Gomber with Drew McCaffrey, Anthony Paizo, and Heavy Kevy from the Wolves. I know. I was was actually going to say that and realize I was probably going to start some sort of... uh... So what do you guys think? Is this the ultimate team event or is it Buckets? I got to say Buckets is the ultimate team event. It's the motor pump contest. I mean, you got the whole team and you got the truck. State record is 5.47. And it's turned out by West Islip and Central Islip. Definitely a great special team. First came on the line to be number one in your programs. 
the Iron Man from Riverhead. Uh, you know, I asked you guys earlier from Iceland what your favorite races were, and uh, we talked about it earlier. I was between Seahos and Motor Pump. I think Motor Pump is my favorite um, just because, again, everything happening so fast at the same time. And, again, a team race. Um, only because there's, what, one or two more guys in buckets? I guess you'd have to say that's the ultimate team race. But motor pump, everything has to happen. Every guy has to do their job in a window of six or seven seconds. So um, definitely this this can get right up there with buckets as the ultimate team race. All right, so Riverhead's got the course here. Looks like they're uh, getting themselves settled on the truck. Going through their call-off. Homer Richie Legion. Great favorite of uh, our officials in racing. Richie was here tonight. He's, uh, I believe, feeling a little bit better. Still trying to take it easy. Super Loop. I remember the days of Richie locking in at five and a half in buckets. Wow, you are old, Drew. <laughs> wow. What well, year was that? Actually, it was like the mid-90s he did it. Uh, 72. Here comes Riverhead. It looks like he's steering a little bit coming down the course. They're on. All right, suction on. 251 open on, on the hydrant. Still Pumping up. cautiously, but not getting any water out, guys. I don't think they're in pump. Hold on, gentlemen, you have overtime. I, I think the truck. I think the truck wasn't in pump. No, I. I don't even think it was that, because even if it wasn't in pump, there'd still be water coming out the hose. I've never it, seen it, a team it, hit the hydrant, not miss on the uh, output like, side, and it, never get water out of the nozzle, and then go overtime. I'm gonna like, go on, on the on an out here and say the w gate wasn't open to the hydrant. Yeah, it looks oh, like I'm they're complaining about it. Yes, but the slow pokes from Selden. Paizo, did they get any water out of the outlet side? It doesn't look like it. I don't see like the hose it, with anything in it. it I'm going to say the gate coming out of the pump well, house we'll, we'll is not see open. When they take off the, yep. we'll, we'll see when they take it off right now. We'll That's see. a good guess, Hev. They, we'll they see if water comes out right now when they take it off, then the hydrant was on. Yeah, I don't... They're saying that the pump... I don't think they had much of a chance there. I'm going <laughs> to say this is a whoopsie on the officials. I didn't see any water come out of the suction. Now, I've seen teams miss at the hydrant and fill up the hose, and that's another whole story. And, and, and but I've never seen a team hit the hydrant and never put any water in the hose. Because even if the truck wasn't in pump, the water would still go through the pump and charge the hose. Just that hydro pressure. pressure. Exactly. Unless there's Your something. Attention, please. There right. you go. Go ahead. We'll be giving a rerun. No worse feeling than uh, hitting at the hydrant. The reason didn't get oh, water, the water was not on. I All think right. that's a first in my racing career. Bill Rouse cutting right to the chase, letting everybody know what's going on. Heavy Kevy, you're the first one to guess it. Good call. That ever happened in Islip when you guys run pump? You want to hear? Uh, it actually happens quite often. <laughs> as, as much as we joke, it does happen quite often. It's either that or we don't turn it into pump mode. Well, good news, I guess. Riverhead didn't pump too hard, and I don't think did any damage to their pump, so that's a good thing. But uh, that was that was interesting. You know, it was weird. They, it didn't even sound like they went in the pump and revved the engine. So he revved it a little, but uh, I think he realized there was nothing going in, and yeah, I'm sure up. a driver can feel that. Heads that's up play with that's why. That's why I said it. It didn't. I, it didn't sound like it, it revved into pump. That's why my, you know, heavy was right. 
about no water going into, into it, and that's why I thought. I've I've heard stories that I've never been in the in the uh, cab for motor pump, but I heard the truck torques as it grabs the water, and and you can really feel it. I don't know. Have you guys ever been in in the cab, whether I, it's driving yeah, or actually, or putting it in pump? Fred, you're you're yeah, there all the time. Actually, a new new thing for me. Actually, I. Pizer's uh, our 420 stick man. That's <laughs> a 420 stick man this year. It's actually you hear more sounds than ever, and uh, actually you hear a lot more than I'm used to running because I used to run the. The last spot on the back of the truck for a long time, I and uh, <laughs> and now yeah, now I'm running the stick. You actually hear it, you see it. I watch the uh, the hydroman come in. You hear all the sounds of the truck and heavy. What does 420 stick man mean? What's what's the definition uh, of that? That that's a uh, inner inner joke on the wolves. Like 420 I, is a universal joke if that's where you're going. I, I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah yeah. We had a few stony balonies in our day. Well, I saw Fred smiling on that one, so we'll have to ask Fred about it. So uh, you know, you know, every everyone, every team I think like has that said, one guy. That vent moves very fast. Right, we got so so very fast. Every team has that one guy that uh, you know, for twenty. Here we go, the next team. Too much. <laughs> he gets the stick position to pump. Selden come in a little bit warm. Nice well, that looked pretty good. Yeah. Looks like he's a little short on the nozzle. 232 open. He's, uh, he's got to bring it back to the right. Hold up, gentlemen. You're up. Overtime. Drew, it looked like he started right and stayed right? Yeah, he stayed right. He was actually lined up to the right and just never – he, he well, tried bringing it back and it just well, kept if, swinging if you look, back to the if right If you again. look at the hose right now, you can see where the hose is totally out of position. That, uh, you know, the, the hose is so totally – the, Didn't give him the straight pipe. Right. Right. The, the hose went, the hose went to question mark and place. right into the truck, and it's not supposed to be there. It's supposed to be out. You, you get the question mark, and it's supposed to be a straight line for the for the nozzle man, so you could hit the hydrant. So I agree, Paizo. So, You'd like so, to see it straight for 12 or 15 feet behind the nozzle man, right. and then it does so, that question so, mark we'll talk about. The right. guy so, behind the nozzle man was never there. He was totally into the driver's side. As that run progressed, though, I saw a lot of action behind. The nozzle man and, and a couple of backups. Those guys were trying to get that hose in position, but at that point, it's too late. When you're running around like that, once the water's out the nozzle, it's a little late to be making yeah, those major adjustments. Minor adjustment, yeah, not a major adjustment. And a lot of people take for granted that they think that the nozzle man was off and this and that. And, and a lot of that, a lot of that is a hose light. Like that right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have to blame that on the hose light, not the nozzle man, because you could set up and be dead on. And when that ho when that hose light goes off to the side like that. You have no chance of hitting the target. It's gonna, it's gonna come from when you're dead center, when you, when you're dead center on the, on the line to the target, you're gonna hit it. It's, it's easier to hit it that way. When oh, I wish you were on my pump team back in the day, Paizo. You get it. You Tell totally you, get it. That's how it goes. And when so, that hose lay there was that hose, that hose was a foot off the truck. And when that hose is, that hose is coming, that hose is coming straight. Off the truck, it's going to shoot towards the right, and it's not the Nozleman's fault. Nozleman doesn't hit the target. Uh, Drew, you, you run some good pump in your day. You, you must have seen that straight line the way it was supposed to be, and other times maybe not so much. Yeah, it's it's. I think you have to find your spot every time, because to back up what Tony's saying, as far as getting that 15 feet out, middle of place coming down the course yeah. now. Let's see if they get it. Let's see if they get it right. Running up high. Nose. Almost a Jay Newhoff issue. 298 Way open. Way short of the line. 
He's got to lift it a little. Overtime. He's low into the left a little bit. Uh, again, uh, if you if, you know you guys you guys can't see the hose lay. Again, the hose lay again is is when we when we were on a textbook hose lay is now they have a, a question. It's not a question mark. They have a huge loop, huge loop from from the truck to the guardrail, and it came where. Line up number nine on your programs. The Panthers from Cutchell. The second and third Go man. Panthers. The second and third man are supposed to bring that in, and they didn't. If that second man brings that hose lay in, in, and then the third man is the guy that comes down and lines up that nozzle in, and and I'm I'm actually doing it as as I talk. I'm doing the motions of what he's supposed to be doing. Typically, and, Guinea. <laughs> and. Have you the have you the comic? He puts in that question mark and that hose and that and that third guy on the back of the truck. I wish you guys gets could be up here. He's and actually puts, he's actually puts running pump on top of the arch. <laughs> and puts it. <laughs> he and, is. And puts it and puts that put lifts it up. French pulling the stick right now. <laughs> and, gets, <laughs> and gets a straight line and it makes it a whole lot easier. Fred, right, you're pulling the stick. You're the 420 dude. So hopefully uh, everyone was able to get something out of what Paizo just said. If he was on camera, you would have got it definitely a lot better. What I saw on that run as well. That's a team running with the ring on the nozzle, and they put it down, and I don't think he ever lifted it. Uh, no, no. They, he came they, out way He put it to a spot, and uh, he was hoping the driver would hit it, and some teams can do that, but that nozzle man needs to lift that nozzle a little bit. Maybe that's not the way they were designed to run. Maybe he was a little short of his mark, but the water stayed under the target, and not by a lot, but just by a little bit. He's got to lift that a little bit, especially when he sees it ain't making it. So that was my observation. And I didn't have to do it with my hands, but I'm not Italian, so I, 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 can't, I can't do that. Hey, one time <laughs> All right, we got Cutchell on the line. They just got the course cleared for him. Go Here Panthers. we go. Go Panthers. Relax, heavy. Relax, Drew. Uh, no, Drew, they, Drew, back in I the day, excited. they could I'm run some motor lie. pump. I get excited when I see the Panthers out. <laughs> I missed them I, last year. I think it might be the truck money. Yeah, a little bit of that, too. Paizo, close to the Zahoski family. Yeah, right. They got oh. winners. Yeah. Got the target. Crowd goes wild. He was a little bit low and to the left and then came back. He stayed with it. Very important here when you have a couple overtimes on the board. Time to get those Pacho. points. 8.25. 8 this kind of tournament, I think on that was a smart run. Programs, the Bandits from... True, I thought the I thought the nozzle man put the nozzle down, realized it wasn't straight, picked it up, bounced it over a little I, bit, I, and I then maybe bounced it a second time. And you moving it around that much, it can be tough. I, I was getting a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, he, and and to go back to what Tony was talking about, there was a little bit of a the towards the towards the west side of the track. It was not really a straight line. I think they were fighting it the whole time, and. Uh, he overcompensated a little bit, so he did a little bit of left to right, and he was low, but uh, he stuck with it and got a time on the board, and that was the most important thing to do in this run right now. And that's uh, it's great to see some fans here, yeah, too. Yeah, go Panthers! It's a big thing in motor pump. You're, uh, most of our nozzle men in motor pump are, are, are shooting a stream of water around 100 feet, and if you move it a half an inch or an inch... A hundred feet away, that stream is moving a lot. You don't really uh, whether realize. you're moving it up and down or left to right, you move it a, a half inch left to right at, at your spot, it, it it really can move a lot down the track. 
An inch left and right there is uh, 10 to 20 feet down the track. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever done the calculation. I'm sure someone has, but it's it's extreme. Probably Tuan. Tuan probably did it. Good story, Pazzo. Uh, what? God Welton hasn't done that yet? Come on. Well, I'm no, sure Mike is it. He doesn't it like out. getting into it. No. He doesn't know? Welton well, well, no. knows uh, times from 1964 and on and what, doesn't what, know a rule. But what, what tire you ran with. Yeah. What uh? Who who was on the truck? What color shirt you wear? We were unfortunate to have uh to change our tires this weekend. Mike goes, "This is the tires we ran this way." Oh, oh, Farmingville getting wild now, folks. The lights on on the Turned front of the truck. Turned out for what? Yeah, this does look like New High Park. Fred getting a little jealous. Farmingville, two red lights blinking in the grill. We're gonna see the slide. It was pretty impressive. Very nice you don't run. You don't put those blinking lights in the grill if you can't run motor pump. And uh, farming just showed they can do it. For Farmingville. Should be a mid seven. Seven point six nine. Seven sixty nine. On the line for every run will be number one in your programs. The Ironman from Riverhead. So Farmingville seemed confident Riverhead. when they got on the line, and and again they they got a lot of fans here still, folks. So. They threw those two red lights on in the grill, and from the arch here, it's very effective, uh, the look, and it just looks cool, right, guys? I mean, it looks cool, but you better back it up with a run, and they did. I almost had a seizure. <laughs> Riverhead coming up after the drought. Look at these. These guys are fired up. They just they, they know they won the drill already. They're, they're fired up. And their hometown fans are saluting their heroes right here, and it's good to see for the Farmingville Bandits. I know about these guys. They're definitely going to party hard and maybe burn the arch down. Riverhead on the line for the rerun. Just clean off the track for them. I always like to see the fans having a good time, and again, when they can salute their team, they know they won already, and you guys from the Wolves, you've, you've been there, and you, you talked about it earlier when you, you wrapped up a, a state drill and efficiency, and how great is that to look up in the crowd, see those fans that have stuck with you, whether it was that particular year or for years and years, and, and you feel like you're putting on a show for them, and you're doing it for them. Yeah, it, it, I have to tell you, you, you hit it right on the head, man. I'll tell you when, you, when you when you run a good shot, and especially motor pump, because you have that long, nice ride after you, after you hit the event, and you have that nice ride, and you see the fans on the side, and they're, they're cheering for you. It's a great feeling, and it, and you feel like you're giving back to them, too, because they're there for you all day. And when you when you do hit in that event, it's an awesome, awesome team event. So It's the shortest ride when you have a good shot and the longest ride when you have a bad one. There's nothing worse than that overtime ride. Yeah. Everyone has their heads down. They're not looking at the crowd. You're like, oh. And you know, for for us who ran in Patro, where it felt like you were driving four miles to get back to your <laughs> camp. But the motor pump race, the truck is making so much noise when you're pumping, and you hit that target, and when it's a good run and a good shot, and the truck shuts down, and then the crowd just takes over that, that right. scream, that cheer. It's it's a great feeling. It's it a great is. sound. It is. Riverhead. There goes Riverhead. Here comes the Ironman. Hopefully Riverhead gets some water this time. No fault of their own on the last one. Through the time and light. Water going in the truck now. 241 open. Oh, He's low. low Brought up. Right. Sorry. Backwards. Now, Judy. 
you race them with control goalies. Do you guys practice with Riverhead? Uh, Time for quite Riverhead. often. Yeah. 8.45. We've actually uh, developed quite a awesome relationship with those guys. Always good. I mean, it's Rachel, really a lot, a lot of different guys from uh, Riverhead, and we uh, we've competed against each other going back to the old-fashioned days for a long time. And uh, once we went in the motorized circuit, they were a couple years ahead of us, and we got real tight from there. And uh, actually, we've booked rooms at the state drill together. We've uh, we've had uh, attrition over the last couple of years at the week of the state tournament. We usually have some type of barbecue with them and hang out. And oh, very nice. Was there ever talk of? Uh of Kachog and Riverhead combining, Drew? Or? Uh, I, some of us would love to see an opportunity at that. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see that happen. No, I'm so, obviously not this year, and I'm not trying to promote anything. I'm just Ooh, talking in the, in the past if it came out. It, it's been mentioned, but probably won't happen. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Drew, and I'm going to throw a you know, little olive branch out. What do you think about the Wolves Second and Kachok combining? Points, just throwing it out there. Oh, I love that. Kachok. I'm not afraid to travel up to ice in practice. I'm not points, you know one, me, I'm out there all the time. I'm not scared to travel out east. Total points with one contest. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Works look, for me. Look, 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 we'll, we'll call this the middle and you can come meet here. 14. Meet me halfway. Netford, 4. Selden, 20. I know you and Wilton. Little place, 23. Lot less, lot less Daddy usage on the cell <laughs> And Matt and Farmingville, 51. Some impressive number there for wow. Farmingville. That sounds good. Matt, 51. If you didn't hear Bill, uh, it's Farmingville with 51 going into buckets. Cutrog with 25. Miller Place with 23. Riverhead with 22. Selden has 20. Rocky Point, 14. And Medford, 4. I don't have stats up here, and I'd have to tell you that I'd be very surprised if this wasn't the most points ever scored in this drill. I don't. I, I, I know don't. it's been in the 50s a couple other times. I think you're wrong. I know Patrick's been in the 50s. I think St. James was oh, in the 50s. See, I, I, I forgot that Patrick ran in this drill. So, I, has everyone, anyone ever went perfect in this drill, Joe? No. I don't, uh, you know, think of that guys. How many points off are they right now from going perfect? Uh. Three. Three? Four. Three. That's Four. impressive. Impressive. Four. Four. I don't Four think short. I don't think we ran as many races years ago though, right? Not They've quite added a couple of the extra um, races for the old fashioned teams that, that are uh, here in the town of Brookhaven, but I don't think we ran as many races uh, back in the day. We did run dummy back uh, when we first first saw running in this drill. Hey Joe. In, I remember individual ladder, I remember dummy Y once in a while. I think it went up and down. It wasn't a it wasn't a set amount. I'm going to throw this out there. We're, uh, we're going to combine. Don't mention dummy anymore. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I, Drew, I think we might be in trouble here. I think our wolves might be... Uh, I think they're leaving. They're they might be getting called back to the den. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to be the uh, the boring announcers once our no, entertainment leaves. No, no. they got to stay for buckets. You guys can't bail on us now. Jeffy. He gave us a lot of support here. Jeffy. Anyway, we're going to go to commercials. You guys figure out what you got to do. We're going to commercials. We'll be right back at the top of the arch in two minutes.
Attention, Fire Chiefs and Commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your Drill Team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797 With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com Fatty McGee's in East Islip Wednesday is ladies night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island Stop in anytime for a drink with good company a great lunch and dinner menu and of course those famous Fatty's Wings the groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Okay, we are live back from the top of the arch here at the town of Brookhaven Drill, the 2015 version. Uh, Lenny Gombert joined by Drew McCaffrey, Anthony Paizo, and Heavy Kevy from the Islip Wolves. Drew, we're getting ready for the bucket race. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, Farmerville's locked this tournament up a couple contests ago, but uh, two through five is going to be a it's going to be a showdown here for in buckets. Who knows where you're going to find, uh, where you're going to land. Yeah, those... Just looking to see, because I don't see Riverhead out there yet. I, uh, those teams are tight in points. Everybody behind Farmingville. It'll be interesting Definitely, to watch. Uh, the best event of probably the night. I mean, 
You got special teams players coming in and the most old-fashioned. So we'll go back to it, just to remind players. you. We got Farmingville with 51, Cutrog with 25, Miller Place with 23, Riverhead 22, Selden 20, Rocky Point with 14, and Medford with 4. All right, Paizo, your job during the bucket competition is to stand in front of the computer and block any water that might want to fly this way, all right? We need no, two no, members of you keep. I'm going to pass it to Heavy Kevy. I'm going to pass that to the second lieutenant of the Wolves, Tony Paizo. NP, Heavy is the uh, second lieutenant. I'm the co-captain. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to put too much pressure on you there. Uh, you know, here. Weldon was up here. He could be able to do that for us, right? I mean, we all know Weldon. Tell us about when he used to be a dumper. I heard he was a dumper at one point. Yeah, Don't let dump Weldon take one every, more. Uh, morning. But anyway, this is sure a different perspective for me and Heavy Kevy to watch it from up here. And uh, and uh, I'm actually pretty excited. It, it's really cool, and, and actually, guys, watch your, you both have a good perspective. Watch the faces of the climbers. I was talking to you about Next that before. Have we run this the buckets contest? The state record is 19.68, and it is held by Central Iceland. Again, watch the determination attention on the teams. Attention, all teams. The handle on the gate goes towards the top. The handle on the gate goes towards the top. Le Lenny was First saying to line, us that one, uh, oh, no, number two. Number two on your programs. Rouse yelling number two uh, to the run crowd. Runners from Rocky Point. Again, the determination on the climbers' faces, guys. Check it out and give us your comments. You hey, Rouse, which, uh, which way is the panda going on? Yeah, I think, Towards you, the arch, I right? think you missed that announcement Towards there. Towards the tub. Actually, I think it's going away from away, the tub. Away, away. Last week it was. And so we're going to start off at Rocky Point here. Rocky Point with 14 points on the night, having a decent day. Nice. Top five uh, last week in the Long Island Old Fashioned Invitational. Going to try and finish the night strong. Here they go. And here they come. Little stumble by the top man. First bucket's coming up. Spinning up. Looks like the buckets are a little light. 13.48 on the first. I think that was a half bucket that went up right there. So they got some problems. You know what it is? They got Drop some problems at the pusher. It looks like they're kind of shoving him in his face rather than uh, handing him to him. And now he's reaching for him. So a little inconsistency there. Well, that a lot one, of turning by the top man. That one kind of went off his nose. Hold up! A little frustration by the dumper right at the end there. That's a lot of work when you do it in the 30s, boys. Time for Rocky Point. 35.68. 35.68. I'm to be number five on your programs. The Stump Jumpers from Medford. I don't, I, just a little thing that I noticed is uh, the bottom man run, wearing a hat. Gotta um, wear a hat. There was a Keep lot of, of a lot of inconsistency. He, At he, one point, I actually that. saw some buckets going into his face and actually spilling over his head. And then later, he was actually reaching out uh, almost a full arm's length. So the inconsistency was definitely offsetting the pace. And, he, wore, uh, he wore a hat forwards, and and I don't, I'm not sure if that uh, if that's the right way to go because I don't, how do you get it into the guy exactly where you're supposed to get? Yeah, but Pod, you really can't say that. I mean. I'll, 
the guy that pushes buckets for us, his nose is so big, he looks like fucking two camps in. All right, so we saw the first team run at 35. You guys that have run some decent buckets at 35, that's a lot of work, man. I want to get this stuff done in 23, 24 at the most. If you had an extra 10 seconds, that's a lot of work. Here comes Medford now. Guys are going through the trough relatively evenly. Only, I think, five on the bucket line? Oh, right? the guy looked at buckets is way outside. Way outside, yeah. Oh. That? All right, looks like he's uh he's, he's gonna he, yeah he, now he knows now the back he's end. Readjusting. Yeah. The bucket men are really talking. They they yeah. understand. I was, they, I was just gonna point out they're they're making sure they know what's going on. They're talking about getting a rhythm. They're not trying to overexert on the pace just to keep it smooth. Right, they a little got bit good, of spin going on. They got good buckets. They're not leaking whatsoever. And the dumper's getting a full drain. I mean, he's got the time to do it, but he's getting a full drain. He gets it. He's trying to rock that barrel, too. He's doing everything he can to get that water rocking and rolling. Every drop counts. Hold up! You see that, Paizo? He's banging him in there. <laughs> Comment from one of the guys on the ladder to the rest of them. You're going to have to hit the gym. Time for Medford. 5-2. 5 52 58. checking out the buckets. They, uh, they ain't leaking one, one bit. Actually, he's dropping the buckets right now. No one catching them. Not a fan of that. Selden. Selden getting on the line here. Interesting. Almost like a triangle set up on the line. The bucket carries are kind of leaning more towards the inner part Almost of the like course. Almost like a flying V. Yeah. Ducks fly together. Got some height there for the pusher. It's always a good thing. Phil Darris setting up the bucket barrel, which is always a good thing. Always a good thing. Great racer in his day. Well, here comes Selden. Bucket line going in the trough. Heard a yeehaw there. Running in. Oh, second man stumbling into the ladder. Locking it. They're going into a set position. Some old school stuff there. Right, it's, uh, got Joe running five and a half here. Top half locking in and spinning. A lot of work for the top guy in the ladder. A little out of rhythm. They're throwing every bucket over. Top guy is definitely working. Got an overreach there. Hold up! The top guy was actually locked into the ladder, grabbing the bucket with both hands and spinning Time it to the top. 37.35. 37 37.35. Middle place coming up to the line now. The line will be number eight on your programs. The extinguishers from Miller Place! Thought I saw a couple of those guys on the ladder looking up with almost every bucket as they handed it. I don't know, old old school stuff that I learned. You you get it to a point, you're not looking up. You're looking down for the next handle. Yeah. You shouldn't I, really be I, looking I, up. That guy's responsibility above you is to take the bucket when you put it to a certain spot, and that's it. Goes it goes back to memory. We, we, we muscle talked, memory. We talked about this. Uh, actually, we talked about this on Thursday night at practice. Do you guys, did, did you look up when you were on the ladder? I was on the bottom spot never. for a while. Never, ever, ever. You get the bucket where you're supposed to get it to, and you look for that next handle. Here they go. Here comes middle place. Middle guy with the pink shirt. 
My man, Broccoli Rob. Not really sure what that is. Set looks pretty decent. His oh, shirt, not, not decent. Must be in the wrong spot. Picker was holding it for a couple seconds 13, there. 13-26 on the first. Little Jeff spillage between the middle here. and the top, man. Yeah, they got a nice rhythm now. Looks like they're short a couple carriers. Dumper's doing a fine job, guys. Good shot for tonight. Different-looking buckets here. I've never seen a uh, a bucket with a different colored. Time for middle place. Two eight point three zero twenty eight thirty. Looks like uh, the, I, I got oh, one of their buckets in my programs. hand. The Panthers from and it looks like Tacho. they got a. A little weird. They got like um, an outside casing on it. They're they're actually yelling for that bucket on the bottom of the arch here. Yeah, they yell. <laughs> <laughs> they yelling at. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Paizo uh, doing an examination, uh, a little CSI work or something. Let's go Panthers. Some sort of a signal Mike, was given Mike to Paizo. Mike would be very early. proud of him right there. Cutro Panthers on the line. Mike uh, made him come over here to check the buckets, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to learn as I'm up here, too. True. Does he have a bucket in his pocket? Check his uh, pocket. I, I think he does. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm oh. not going to check his pockets, though, because where he's going to put that bucket is nowhere hey, they, I want to know. They knew I had it up here. Kudos to them that they knew I had a bucket up here. All right, here come the Cutthroat Panthers. Know. Let's go, Panthers. Good right, start. Here come. Fans getting into it a little bit. All right. I right. still get up that ladder. Yeah. Right, little problems down below here. Buckets are going up a little sloppy. Adam Kalen dumping after several years of running eight and a half. 14.56 on the first, but they got Ooh. a rhythm going now. Not a, not a bad run if they can finish it. Uh, he's getting a full drain. Adam doing a fine job. Adam's looking pretty good up top here. Actually, is so is Diego at eight and a half. He's oh, yeah. working the right way. Not bad dumping. I, I think Cutro should be proud of the way they finished this uh, night. Adam Giant Hat. Drew, uh... Famous for that hat for almost Time 20 for years of racing. 32.81. Go Panthers. That's what we're looking for, Jack. Oh, giant hat? I always thought it was right. about defecation. I thought it was giant shat. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's gotten that a couple times. Adam looking pretty good getting up the ladder, though, uh, Lenny. I, I see what he you did. saw. He looked really good. He the bandits from Farmingdale. So, so yep. Drew, you raced with him for a long time. Give us a guesstimate on his age. Uh, Adam, he's a year younger than I, which makes him he's 38. <laughs> oh, <laughs> take it easy, Paizo. They're not all our age. 38. Wow. I'll be the big four row in November of this year. Four row going on 80. I'll be looking for the invite to the party. Here comes Farmingdale, our champions for tonight. Yeah, they're gonna go for it, right? Why not? Want to put a shot up? Nice. Nice set. Not bad. Eddie looks thankful to make it to the top. Dumping every bit he can. 11.53, first one in. Good looks form. Like Look at him bending at the knees, guys. Looks Real like a couple of light buckets, though. I don't know if that's going to hurt him. I think they're going to do all right with the time, though, here. Hold up! Palmerville should be real happy with the job they did here today. Just in. Time for Farmingville. 28.56. This is the one we're looking for, Jack. 
Paizo doing the inspection of the bucket. These buckets are different from what we're used to. The the uh the ropes are really thinner than normal. I don't know where they got look of it as bucket. Bigger than normal? Is that what you said? Thinner, thinner than normal. Oh, they said bigger. No, thinner. If if I, I'm grabbing the bucket now, the the outside rope is thinner than normal. I don't I don't know where they got these from. They're looking for it right now. Has. He's looking for it down there, Kevin. And, uh, He'll get it at uh, the tournament next week. Nice buckets. All right, Riverhead's going to finish up our tournament tonight. I think they're running out of turn because they had to run pump over, so they. Give them time to warm up on are the they, ladder. Are they running out of turn with permission or without permission? You know, I have not heard that announced either way yet. Are you allowed to run out of turn without permission? We've been waiting for that for That is a, a loaded question. I see it happening right now, guys. Yeah, it has not been announced. Either Here way, come the Ironman. John Trudeski pushing buckets as he's done for several years. And Richie yes. Legion is not Slip. carrying a bucket here. The dumper slipped here a little bit. Getting a little set going here, and the first bucket's going into the barrel. 14.97, struggling to get the first one up. We're starting to have a little problems between the bottom and the middle guy. They did recover, though. As Riverhead finishes up, the bucket I have in my hands more conventional. The same exact, the big, the big ropes in the bottom. Um, I don't. I want to see what Farmville. I'm going to ask them after this run where they got their buckets from because it was definitely a different bucket from what I'm used to. I use, I inspect every bucket that I get my hands on, and uh, this is what I'm used to. I think this is similar to uh, what we what we run with, right, Hef? Not sure. Well, we haven't gotten a time here. <laughs> yeah, good bucket. Big ring. A lot of room to grab it. Easier for the dumper. Oh. Looks like a smaller bucket. Definitely nope. on the smaller side. Do we know why a time hasn't been announced? Kyle, you know what your time is? Sorry. Time for a riverhead. It's all right. Three, three. Point seven five. That's a time for without permission. Down goes Periscope. Oh. All right, so that's going to conclude the bucket contest and the tournament here. Thank you guys for having me. Buttery Buttery okay. How about buckets first, uh, Bill? In fifth place, with 20 points, I think Bill wants the Shaolin Slowpokes. Oh, sorry. Buckets. Results of buckets. Sorry, it's my first time out this year. All right, we got to nudge Bill a little bit. Right, Get Bill. back on his game. Bill's first tournament of the year. The He's giving us an excuse. First place, five points. Number eight, Miller Place. Second place, four points. Number ten, Farmingville. Third place, three points. Number nine, Cutchog. Fourth place, two points. Number one, Riverhead. And fifth place, number two, Rocky Point. One point. I definitely think Bill wants to go. Bill's off his game. 
No big deal. He'll be back. We're rejuvenated again, the mic. <laughs> Total points for the day. I think we just lost it again. safe trip home. We'll see you there next Saturday 4 p.m. Alright, so if you didn't hear that, the total points of the day. Fifth place with 20 points to Selden Slopokes. In fourth place with 24 points to Riverhead Ironman. There was a tie for second and third with 28 points apiece between the Cutchogue Panthers and the middle place extinguishers. And the Farmerville Bandits, as mentioned most of the night, took first place overall with a total of 55 points. Well, Drew, that's a great job uh, doing the play-by-play for us tonight. And, uh, again, everybody at home listening, I'm sure they're uh, very happy with the way you were able to bring the drill to everyone tonight. And I guess we got to thank the other the other helpers we had tonight, Tony Paizo and uh, Absolutely. Heavy, Heavy. And I think we had some fun uh, up here tonight. We did. We always do. And, of course, we always have to thank Fred for all of his help. And uh, Neil Brogan, again, from uh, New High Park uh, for his um Efforts to this point, and again, his efforts tonight, they helped out for sure. Uh, who are we missing, Fred? Anybody? No? We're good? TJ Bear helped oh, us out getting TJ. some of the times earlier. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was good. It was a good interview. Again, when you guys listen back, I think you're going to like that one. So um, Thanks for having me and Heavy on. Oh, it was uh, cool. We, we, we had a lot of fun tonight. Uh, congratulations. 55 out of 60 points. Farmingville. What a show. You know, it doesn't matter if the competition level is there. It's still it's still hard to do that. It's still hard to run that many contests and not mess any up. So, congratulations. Well to them. said, Anthony. Well said. Uh, and uh, thanks, Fred, Lenny, Drew, having us up here. We appreciate it. We had a good time. Talk to you later. All right. Don't be shy in the future. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yep. And. Uh, What is it? Next week, we are back here for the Selden Invite. Absolutely. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.